Blog Talk Radio. What's your definition of greatness? I think the definition of greatness is to inspire the people next to you. My parents were, were great. You know, growing up, you know, they instilled in me the importance of imagination, of curiosity. And understanding that, okay, if you want to accomplish something, I'm not just going to sit here and say, yes, you can do whatever you want. Yes, you can, but you have to also put in the work to get there. You grow up as a kid thinking that all things are possible if you put in the work to do it. You, know, you grow up having that fundamental belief. Uh, my father uh, was really influential at a really critical time where I, you know, I had a summer where I played basketball when I was like 10 or 11 years old. And here I come playing and I don't score one point the entire summer. I scored not a free throw, not a nothing, not a lucky shot, not a breakaway layup, zero points. And I remember crying about it, being upset about it. And my father just gave me a hug and said, listen, whether you score zero or score 60, I'm gonna love you no matter what. That is the most important thing that you can say to a child. It gives me all the confidence in the world to fail. But to hell with that, I'm scoring 60. From there, I just went to work. And I just wow. I stayed with it. I kept practicing, kept practicing, kept practicing. I think that's when the idea of understanding a long-term view became important because I wasn't going to catch these kids in a week. I wasn't going to catch them in a year, right? So that's when I sat down and said, okay, this is going to take some thought. Started creating a menu of things. Mm. When I came back the next summer, I was a little bit better. Open shots, not miss open shots. Be able to shoot it with speed because those kids are so much more athletic. So it's a simple thing of math. If you want to be a great player, if you play every single day, two, three hours, every single day, over the course of a year, how much better are you getting? you're obsessively training two, three hours every single day over a year, over two years, you make quantum leaps. Show up every single day, do the work. They're looking at me as if, okay, this kid's soft, right? He's from the suburbs of Philadelphia. They felt like they could try to be physical or try to intimidate me and do all this other stuff, which they couldn't. Now I'm saying, okay, well, you're trying to attack me. How am I going to attack you? One of the things I would do is while everybody would be at the cafeteria work, you know, eating and doing all sorts of stuff, I'd just go back to the gym. Yeah, I may be from the suburbs, but you're not going to outwork me. Right, look at thing, things at their smallest. A lot of times the game starts moving really fast. But if you train yourself to watch hours and hours of film, the game's not moving that fast anymore. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's an obsessiveness that comes along with it. You want things to be as perfect as they can be. Understanding that nothing is ever perfect. But the challenge is try to get them as perfect as they can be. So how can we teach our children what it means to work hard? Well, you do it through training, right? So when I get up in the morning, my daughter goes with me. 4 a.m., my 15-year-old goes with me. It becomes a daddy-daughter thing. Through that process, she understands the value of hard work. So it's through those behaviors uh, um, is where I find the motivation to mm. do it. What does losing feel like to you? 
Uh, it's exciting because it means you have different um, ways to get better. There's certain things that you can figure out that you can take advantage of, right? Certain weaknesses that were exposed. Mm. There are answers there if you just look at them. It's a constant process. It's exciting when you win. It's exciting when you lose because the process should be exactly the same. The hardest thing is to face that stuff. I think it's the fear of, of starting anew. When you play for 20 years, I play for 20 years, you reach a certain level, you're like, okay, wait a minute, I have to start again at the base of a mountain and try to climb the top of this mountain. First of all, what mountain am I climbing? I don't even know, like, what the hell am I going to be doing? The thing that helped me actually was hurting my Achilles because that forced me to sit there and say, okay, the day could be today that your career is over. First question I asked, which is the wrong question, is what's the biggest industry I can get into? I said, okay, stop thinking of it that way. You're thinking of it the wrong way. Why did you start playing basketball? Because I loved it. All right, what do you love to do? Oh, I love to tell stories. Mm. All right, let's do that. I think stories is what moves the world. Nothing in this world moves without story. And so I think that is the root of everything. And if we're going to try to make the world a better place, Story's the right place to yeah. start. From uh, one of my English teachers at Lower Marion named uh, uh, Mr. Fisk. He had a great quote that said, rest at the end, not in the middle. And that's something I always live by. I'm not going to rest. I'm going to keep on pushing now. There are a lot of answers that I don't have. Even questions that I don't have. But I'm just going to keep going. It's going to keep going, and I'll figure these things out as you go, right? And you just continue to build that way. So I, I try to live by that all the time. Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Yeah. Come experience life as we know it. As some of you should know it. Yeah, yeah. Place, Marcy, Brooklyn. Action. Well, y'all know the action. Uh, I got the shorty on my block, always clocking my rocks. He likes the style of profile, I think he won the mock. He likes the way I walk. He see my money talking, the honey talking. I'm the hottest nigga in New York. And I see his hunger pains. I know his blood boils. He wanna run with me. I know this kid to be loyal. I watched him make a few wins. The cop his little sneakers and gear. Then it's just enough for re-up again. I see myself in his eyes. I move from Levi's to get the Versace. Now it's diamonds like Liberace. That's just a natural cycle. Nobody wanna be like Michael where I'm from. Just some niggas who bounce from a gun. We out here trying to make our white in the cold green. I can help shorty blow out like Afro Sheen. Plus I can relive my day.
face of you, which is gone. That little nigga's peak, it's time to put him on. It's time to come up. my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down, and when they run, it's time to come up. Pick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down, and when they run, it's time to I'm out here slinging, bringing the drama Trying to come up in the game And add a couple of dollar signs to my name I'm out here serving, disturbing the peace Life could be better like my man Reclined in plush leather seats And selling weight, I'm selling eight Bull 16, trying to graduate To push your quarters, y'all I ain't gonna sweat him, I'ma let him come to me If he give me the nod, then these niggas gon' see I'm tired of vegan out here round the clock And breaking dates And chasing crackers up the block for my pay I'm staying fresh, so chickens check I'm trying to step up to the next level Pushing vets through the jets Diamonds reflect from the sun Directly in your equilibrium It's stunned, I'm waiting for my day to come I got the urge to splurge I don't want a lifetime sentence Just give me the word It's time to come up hold my own weight up in my crown Got to lock it down and when they run in my crown It's time to come up And stick up my chest and make some loot Hey fella, I've been watching you clock. Who me holding down this block? It ain't nothing. You the man, nigga. Now stop fronting. <laughs> I like your style. Nah, I like your style. Let's drive around the world. Cool, nigga. Here's a fact. A G, I ride with you for free. I want the long-term riches and bitches. Listen to me. You let them other niggas get the name, skip the fame. Tenth hour, a hundred G. Keep your shit the same. On the low. Yeah, the only way to blow. You let your shit bubble quietly. And then you blow. Can't keep you cool. The only way that people fool is let them show his hand, then you play your card. Then these do deal and I understand. Don't blow your dough on hot. The only thing I got in this world is my word and my nuts. It won't break up for nobody. I like your resume. Pick a day. You can start. From now until death, we was part of it. It's time to come up. my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they ride, it's time to come up. And stick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down and when they ride, it's time to come up. And hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they ride, it's time to come up. And stick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down and when they ride, it's time to They don't want what we know out there. You'll never get this on CNBC. But our school system will never tell us that because they're part of the process. Fake money, fake teachers, fake assets. I know the game of the rich. My rich dad taught me, you know it because you're the banker. The bankers and the rich play is different than what they teach you in school. All over the world, what does school teach you about money? And the answer is nothing. And that's not a mistake. That's not an accident. I knew that. Most people know that. 
The way to keep the poor and middle class working hard is never teach them what the rich know. So if you read Rich Dad Poor Dad, which came out in 1997, it's what the rich teach their kids about money, the poor and middle class do not. Poverty hurts. I mean, I don't like it. And I don't like that our academic system is so corrupt. You know, we, we know the banking system is corrupt. We know politics is corrupt. But, ac but academics is just as corrupt. I mean, one thing if it's the banking and the politics, but this is where we send our children and we trust them to do the right things for them. And yet they're being not taught something so fundamental. Like you asked your dad when you were a kid, dad, you asked your teacher, when are you going to tell, teach us about money? And it was just never, never. And they'll never will. You know something. What do you know? Share it. And what is financial education? It's not get a job, work hard, save money, and invest in a well-diversified portfolio, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs. The financial industry is two things, debt and taxes. It's 1971, Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard, and the U.S. dollar became debt. And we still tell kids to go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, and get out of debt. Now, who tells them to do that? That's the most ridiculous thing there is. The book starts and it says, lie number one, saving money will make you rich. Yeah, it never will. You know that. All taught that as kids. Why would you save it and why would you work for it if they can print it as faster than you can work for it? Why do you keep saving when they're printing it? Rich don't work for money. Don't you touch that stuff. It's very subtle, right? Yep. They don't say, I'm going to train you to be a worker bee the rest of your life, but they educate you in a way where that's what you come out. Right. What else was he, what was he trying to do those first few months where you were working for him? What was he trying to get across to you? Because he taught you the hard way about money. And she says, if you're going to be a successful in your life, you've got to find the best teachers. And a great teacher is somebody who comes from the inside, not the outside. But in school, you don't know if your instructor is for real or not. That's where the fake teacher comes from. I said, I want you to teach me about money. So it was, so why should I teach you? He said, but if I teach you, you work for me for free. And I said, why for free? My dad, my poor dad went nuts. He says, because if I pay you, you think like an employee. Your, brains will, your brain will change. If you learn never to work for money, you'll be a rich man. And this is powerful. Once you give someone a paycheck, their brain turns off. Correct. Because it's and then the promise of a pension. Right. And job security. Which is kind of a paycheck in disguise. Correct. After you stop working. Give the man a fish, eats for the day, teach him to fish, eats Correct. for a lifetime. And most poor people confuse assets for liabilities. They think their home is an asset, it's actually a liability. Right. An asset is a noun, like a house. Cash flow is a verb. So to understand if it's an asset or liability, it takes a noun plus verb. So if the cash is flowing out of your pocket, it's a liability. If the cash is flowing into your pocket, asset verb, it's an asset. So I own 7,000 rental properties. Those are assets. Every month, the cash flows in. Whereas many people have the big house on the hill and the cash is flowing out. Right. And they're going broke. Right. It's like a frame of mind. The other thing the poor don't understand is the number one expense for most people is taxes. And yet we don't even see it. Isn't that weird? You walk around and you look at the paycheck and say, ah, that doesn't seem right. And you don't realize that the government's got a huge hand in your pocket and you are doing nothing 
to minimize that. Again, right. this is what's very different about the rich and the poor. The rich don't work for money. His number one expense is tax. See, there's three kinds of income. Earned, portfolio, passive. So earned income is if I get a job, that's earned income. If I'm a doctor or a programmer, that's earned income because I'm working for it. If I buy, a, if I buy let's say, Apple for $10 and I send it for 20 that's uh, portfolio income, capital gains. Yeah. But passive income, which is cash flow, is never taxed. And so these guys are screaming right now in America, taxed or rich, I said, good luck. Because most of the guys complaining, they don't know the three kinds of income. And the rich don't have jobs anyway. They have assets. And so the average schmo out there, poor guy, you know, sent the kid to school, they don't learn this. You see, very few people will buy what I do, make a million dollars and pay zero tax. And my rich dad taught me that playing Monopoly. That's how it started, you know, four greenhouses, one red hotel. Or the McDonald's formula, I write about it there. McDonald's, Ray Kroc. Yeah. McDonald's is in the real estate business, so they sell hamburgers, but they buy real estate, so they pay no taxes. You know, this guy Bezos, what, he's $16 billion. How much tax do they pay on that $16 billion? And that's all legal. Anyone can do it. Everybody can do but it. But most people lack the education. So once you learn how to use debt as money, you can never say, I can't afford it. You see, because the banks will give you. So the banks, after the crash of 2008, the banks gave me $300 million tax-free. When I asked the average guy, I said, can you, why don't you use debt? They can't even get a loan. Because their scores, their FICO scores, I don't know if you have them here, are so bad. The school teachers will never tell you that because they don't know it. My poor dad never knew that. You don't know if something is an asset or a liability until you can see which way the cash flows. So a house, is it an asset or a liability? Well, if it's taking money from your pocket, it's a liability. If it's putting money in your pocket, it's an asset. The U.S. government wants me to provide housing, wants me to provide jobs, wants me to borrow money because that's how money is created through debt, I get huge tax breaks. Everybody can do the same thing if they had the financial education to do it. If people understood the tax code, we'd be more prosperous. But can poverty be passed through genetically? Yes. Because it's some type of way of thinking. It's an attitude. An attitude. It's very simple. When, I, when people ask me, how do I stop it? I just say, never say, I can't afford it. Ask yourself, how can I? The reason I have so much money is because I don't say I can't do it. I just go, how can I do it? And I just go and do it. I make a lot of mistakes, but that's how I learn. How can I? The poor people, like my poor dad, always said I can't afford it. You think I'm made of money? I'm a school teacher. I can't do that. And I picked that up. And my rich dad never said those words. So when I meet poor people, they use the words I can't a lot. So the people that say, I can't afford it, I can't do this, I can't get to college, the rich are evil, you know, I choose not to participate in that. And that's one thing people could change today, could. right now, is that dialogue in their head. Stop saying the word can't. I can't. Right. So how can I? How can I? Especially as in, I can't afford it, how can I afford that? Right. Because that opens them up to looking at it as an investment to a greater future. Right. You know, when I borrowed $300 million, I couldn't do it when, until I went to ask. And I got turned down so many times. I said, you know, and every time I, I show the bank of my financials, and they go, 
Sorry, I said, look, do me a favor. Why did you turn me down? See, tell me. This is out, the numbers are out here. So I said, if I get these numbers fixed, can I come see you again? He goes, sure. So it's called rejection. The same as my wife rejected me for six months. It's just a matter of personal willpower, which is spiritual. Just saying, if they can do it, I can do it. And how can I? How can I? And I think it's you once said, words become flesh. Yep. It was the Bible, too. Intelligence increases through your mistakes, through the ups and downs, through what you've learned. Real estate's real estate. But what I learned made me richer, not the money. You don't need money to make money. You know, I think all of us, every human being has that low point in their life. And if they get the message, a new life begins. If they don't get the message, they keep going down. The richer I got was because I didn't need any money. I could use this to make money. But how did I get there is I made a lot of mistakes. People are afraid of making mistakes and all this, fear of failing. It limits them. Nice, nice, so very nice. So many people trapped in the same device. MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. If I had wished for three things for my 75th birthday that's coming up, Trump I already got. Low interest rates I already had. I couldn't have prayed for something better than Corona. But you are late. If you've got anything to do with tourism... Leisure, food, retail, wholesale, your debt. No coming back. I'm getting a lot of emails. Uh, how long is it going to last? I don't know that. 
But I knew it was coming, didn't I? Now they're asking me, how long is it going to last, Mr. Pena? Since I'm the only cocksucker that said that fucking thing was coming. Longer than, even for those of you that have some cash in the bank, way past your cash reserves. That's how long it's going to fucking last. There are people trying to keep this seminar from going on. People are going to court to stop me from doing this. Now, is it because they're not here? <sighs> after World War I and after World War II, people became wealthy because they took advantage of the situation legally, morally, well, maybe not morally, and maybe not ethically, but certainly legally. Because of the mass chaos and crises that there was in the world, it's going to be just like that now. Some people will be fiddling uh, like um, in the famous movie, The Titanic, the band played as the ship sunk. Well, part of that's true. Not like in the movie, but part of that's true. Part of that's true. You are on the, I don't know if the right word is cusp, but you're right. If you're serious about making sacrifice, personal sacrifice, that it will translate into massive amounts of fucking money. You, you, I mean, Allah, God, or the devil puts you here. By the way, I told you yesterday not to use the fucking gym equipment. Some of you did. If you do it again, we're going to escort you home. If you break any of the rules, you're going home. I just want to tell you that. I thought I made it clear yesterday. You're going home. Uh, we will talk about the movies a little later. And if, if you don't have your written homework, you're going home. I don't have, and no refunds. Take me to court. Sue me. Fuck you. Uh, when I showed the bricks, and their businesses are dead now. They own uh, 845 gyms. Next. They are fucked so bad. Better that they have eight gyms than 845. I wish them all the luck because they're going to need it. They're going to, you know, I don't know how religious they are, but they better start praying to somebody because if 100% of your income is from little mooches coming in the door, they're fucked. Germany just announced. Groups of more than two, you go to jail. More than two. I said the fucking tsunami was coming. And there you are, that single little horse trying to outrun it. it the wave in... Cunts, don't forget to click the subscribe button. I get no great pleasure out of being right about the tsunami, but I'm never wrong. It's a testament that you're here. 
if you had tried, especially some of you because it's been difficult to get here, if you had tried 20% in your lives, in your careers, as you did to get here, you wouldn't be here. Who has English as not a primary language in the room? Okay, when you don't understand something, stop me. You too, Belgium waffles. When I see him, we had a Belgium guy who died. We've had three guys die in the last two, three months, one of which was Belgium. So I will forevermore think of him because he's dead now. If you tried, and next time we're a tie, kid, this isn't a fashion thing. Okay. If you tried 20% as hard to get here as you did in the rest of your life, you wouldn't be here because you'd already be a super successful person. We are on the cusp. Before I said we were on the cusp of the greatest transformation of wealth in the, in the history of the planet. Well, now you can multiply that times 100. And of course, that's why some of you are here because you know this is it. The world is never going to be the same again. You sorry fucks. Never! For those of you that have bought a business in the last year or two, it's worth 50% of what it was you paid. For those of you that have a business that you think is worth, it's worth 50% of what it was. 50%. For those of you that are in the travel, leisure, blah, 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 forget about it. You're dead. Forever! This recovery is not going to be V. This recovery is not going to be U. This recovery is going to be L. This recovery is going to be L. And we are going to eliminate certain industries from the planet forever. And unfortunately, two or three or four of you are in those industries. You're just fucked. That's why you're here. Now, when I tell you, I'm telling you what the Lord fucking knows. I thought the black swan could have been the Federal Reserve bubble popping. I thought before oil dropped precipitously, the oil. I didn't know we were going to get some fucking Chinaman fucking virus. But the Chinese virus coupled to Corona fuck, oh no, Coronavirus coupled with down, uh, the downgrade in oil applies to 95% of all businesses. Indirectly, 100%. And again, just as I predicted, 17 of the 20 things President Trump was going to do in his first term of office, 17, there's only three things he didn't do. He didn't bomb Iran. He should have. He didn't bomb North Korea, he should have. And he didn't bomb Syria, he should have. I know exactly what he's going to do going forward. Exactly. And it's going to get significantly uglier in the next 6 to 36 months. I talked to a couple of you today, naively, this thing isn't going to be over in a few weeks. This thing isn't going to be over in a few months, kids. 
for those of you that are elderly, and there's only one guy elderly, not elderly, I mean, to me, you're all kids, but I mean, the world's never going to be the same. Never, ever, ever, ever. I predict that I will buy cruise ship boats for scrap iron, $5 a ton. If you ever get on another cruise ship, you're fucking brain dead. I predict that at least half of the airlines are going to close down. The first one closed down today, Emirates. And Emirates is one of the better run airlines. You're fucked. I'm told, rightly or wrongly, that this is the only seminar on the planet that has gone forward. And if we weren't set up the way we are, we wouldn't be. Fortunately, we've got more space than brains. When I see the news, Sally and I were having a drink uh, watching the uh, BBC, and if it's on BBC, it's probably 90% accurate. People are still holding hands walking in the malls. They had to bring in the police with dogs to clear the Australian beaches. Because everybody thinks it's a fucking joke. That's good for us. If I had wished for three things for my 75th birthday that's coming up, Trump I already got. Low interest rates I already have. I couldn't have prayed for something better than Corona. If Allah had asked me, kid, what do you want for your 75th birthday? I want something that's going to fuck everybody in the ass and then in the mouth. Corona, he gave it to me. Kid, this is it. I have kids, as I speak, closing billion dollar deals based on Corona. I have kids closing deals right now. One kid had a 33.7 million, it's not a big deal, $3.7 million healthcare deal. He closed at 1.7 million because he knocked 2 million off the purchase price. But that also means your little chicken shit assets aren't worth anything. Other than the cash in the bank you put, some of you poor fuckers have, your assets are worth cock. Now, people ask me, why have you and Sally been in cash since 2000? Oh, I don't know. Let me think. Let me think. Why does Warren Buffett have $140 billion in cash? Why does uh, Google and other have $100 Why? Yet they haven't committed their cash, have they? Because it's going to get a lot motherfucking worse. But I, if I had a drink, I'd toast you because you're here. But we could have filled this fucking seminar up five times over. We have people sitting in hotel rooms that have already paid for one of you to fall out. Why? But let's say this is 75. Thank you, Edward. And you too could have a royal butler like we do, or butlers. 
Where's the other one? You hiding, Simeon? Don't hide, don't hide, don't hide, don't hide. Okay. Um, it's just, I couldn't, if it weren't for people dying, I couldn't be happier than, uh, I, I don't know whether this shit would go blind. I'm so fucking happy. But I've been right a lot of times. I called the oil market decline. I called the Bitcoin market decline. And I'm here to tell you, for those of you that are, you, you got here, and I drink to that, for those of you that can go out and take the seven steps and ram them down the fucking teeth of the opposition, this is fucking war! Some of you can do it and some of you can't. We already know that. But the world is our oyster. Legally, morally, and ethically, we can rip the ass out of the world. And now I know, more so, why I didn't decide to stop my seminar activities. As I announced on January 18th, and a few of you were at that event, that was going to be my sayonara. But then Marcus Bauer broke my record. The billionaire bricks came out of the nowhere um, to say that uh, you know I was responsible for their wealth, plus a bunch of other things happened. But the real reason I'm still here is because of Corona. I am high risk. I shouldn't be given this seminar. They tell me I should. My, my all my family, my kids are begging me not to not to talk to these shitbags because we don't need the money. I'm supposed to self-isolate for 12 weeks. That's not hardly going to happen. You have no idea that you're in the presence, not because of me, you're in the presence of an opportunity that's not going to come back again. But you have to be ruthless, savage, overbearing, which in most of your personalities doesn't exist. We're set up like this. I never thought we'd be set up like this for a seminar, but and um, we're going to eat behind the curtains. And uh, the food's the same, the servants are the same. Uh, and I, I just want to tell you, under stress, people act differently. So, And some of you are under stress because now you know your businesses aren't worth shit. You can't give them away. If you are in any way, shape, manner, or form disrespectful to any of my staff, you're going home. Okay, any questions? No, that's good. Because there are such things as stupid questions, so enjoy your drinks until... Uh, when are we sitting for dinner? Um, you can start your time you want to, sir. Okay, let's wait till Sally gets back. Thank you, kids.
that make you feel right, we keep it blazing, yeah. Forever shining this light, we keep it blazing, yeah. Boy, forever shining this light. Hey, thank the Lord, my cup is full and running over. All who never like we are gonna love we know. Baby girl just text me, say she coming home And when she reach you, want me to turn off the phone Turn the lights down low, turn up the stereo Altanelli's Gregory eyes at Dennis Brown Have you ever, have you ever been in love? Now bad vibes can't stop this good vibration That's the positive vibes we keep creating Sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing As long as we live in this life, we keep it blazing As long as we live in this life Ain't nothing wrong with melodies, I touch you so They're acting like the people don't need it no more Still when she hear that good music, she hold me closer She groovy now, I know she feeling it for sure She moved to me and rest her bed up on my shoulder Soothingly, she tell me if it's turn up the song Have you ever, have you ever been in love? Now bad vibes can't stop this good vibration, yeah Oh yeah, yeah, yeah That's the positive vibes and we creating, yeah Sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing Forever shining this light, we keep it blazing, blazing Forever shining this light, ooh yeah Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Does it depress you, Commissioner, to know just how alone you really are? Does it make you feel responsible for Harvey Dent's current predicament? Where is he? What's the time? What difference does that make? Well, depending on the time, he may be in one spot or several.
we're going to play games. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a cup of coffee. Ah, the good cop, bad cop routine? Not exactly. Never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. He can't feel the neck. See? You wanted me. Here I am. I wanted to see what you'd do. And you didn't disappoint. You let five people die. Then, you let Dent take your place. Even to a guy like me, that's cold. Where's Dent? Those mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things. Forever. And why do you want to kill me? <laughs> I, I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You complete. Me. You're garbage. You kills for money. Don't talk like one of them. You're not. Even if you'd like to be. To them, you're just a freak. Like me. They need you right now. But when they don't, they'll cast you out. Like a leper. See, their morals, their code. It's a bad joke. I'm dropped the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these, uh, these civilized people, they'll eat each other. See, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. Have all these rules and you think they'll save you. Then that's the rule you'll have to break to know the truth. Which is? The only sensible way to live in this world is without rules. And tonight you're gonna break your one rule. I'm considering it. No, there's only minutes left, so you're gonna have to play my little game if you want to save one of them. Yeah? You know, for a while there, I thought you really were a dent. The way you threw yourself after her. Go. Does Harvey know about you and his little bunny? Where are they? Killing is making a choice. Where are they? Choose between one life or the other. Your friend, the district attorney, or his blushing bride to be. <laughs> Threaten me with nothing to do with all of your strength. Don't worry, I'm gonna tell you where they are. Both of them. And that's the point. You'll have to choose. He's at 252nd Street, and she's on Avenue X. That's just a little. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation.
You see, there are two kinds of law. This is a subject I, I love. I've been talking, talking about this for years. There are two kinds of law on the earth that rule the whole world. But most people don't know that. All over the world, all governments are ruled by what is called civil law. Civil law goes back to a Latin word, civili, which goes back to the word illi. Oh God, I mean, you go on for hours on this stuff. Civil law, which is called in all countries the law of the land. So you'll say, well, you can't do that because it's against the law of the land. The law of the land is civil law, Roman civil law, the law of the land. But there is a second law which also operates all over the earth identical. It's called UCC, Uniform Commercial Code. That is the law of God in the world of business. I don't care if you're in Japan, in Africa, in China, in, in Istanbul, Turkey. If you have a company, if you have a corporation, if you are doing business where you buy and sell and make money, you are operating on this earth under something called UCC, Uniform Commercial Code. Because if all countries worked on a different commercial code, then nobody could do business with anybody. You couldn't trust Japan to pay you. you Japan couldn't trust America to pay them for the cars. Because everybody has their own laws. Uh-uh. Under the Caesars of Rome, they established under Caesar that all nations in the empire that do business, everybody plays on a, on a level field. If you do business in Africa with China, you pay them. And if Africa does uh, uh, business with American companies, you pay them. You pay whatever it is you're doing business, you don't mess around. The most severe law in this world is called UCC, Uniform Commercial Code. It's the Bible of business on the earth. Uniform Commercial Code. Uniform Commercial Code is based directly on Vatican Canon Law, on the Roman Canon Law. Consequently, when a ship pulls into port, it pulls in and stops and it's called in its berth. The ship is now in its berth. Because it is on the law of the high seas or commercial maritime, UCC commercial law rules the seas. So when the ship pulls into its berth, the first thing that the captain must do is to present a certificate of manifest to the port authorities, which means that the port authorities need to know how much is on this ship that you're bringing into our country and our economy. How many TVs, how many cars, uh, whatever you're bringing, how much are you bringing into our economy. So you have to have a certificate of manifest of what is the value of your ship here, what are you doing? Consequently, when you are born, you come out of your mother's water. Therefore, you must have a birth certificate, a certificate of manifest, because you are a corporation-owned item. You are a human resource. This goes back to the German Nazi concept that every human coming out of their mother's water must be birthed. And therefore, you have to have a certificate, a manifest, to see how much this individual is going to make for us in our new world order. I'm telling you that until you understand the laws, the symbols, the emblems, what these words mean, 
you're never going to suspect how far gone we really are. Did you know, for instance, that your birth certificate is a security on the stock exchange in the New York stock market? Did you know that? Because if you order your birth certificate, get a new one, order your birth certificate, it'll only cost you, sometimes it's free, it'll only, only cost you a few dollars, order your birth certificate. On your birth certificate, all birth certificates in this country, on the bottom, it will tell you, this is printed on security papers. Do not accept, if not on full color security paper. Then on the right hand corner, you will always have a series of numbers, red numbers printed on the, on the birth certificate. Those numbers are a security stock exchange number on the world stock exchange. You go to any good stock office and ask them, check these numbers in your computer and see how much this stock is worth, the certificate. And they will check it on the New York Stock Exchange and find you, your birth certificate, is a stock on the stock exchange in America. Why? Because you are worth money to the international bank that bought you in 1930. We need to wake up. This is serious stuff. Beginning with that premise, whether you're more or not more, I'm going to start with what law really is. Most of us think that we go into a courtroom and understand the difference between a court and a courtroom, that uh, the people who purport to use law really use words of art to make you believe, in fact, that law is uh, on the table when you walk into a courthouse or a courtroom, when in fact that's not true. And I would like to share with you tonight, regardless of your religious persuasion, what law really is. Law, and as Muslims would say, all law, is A-L-L space L-A-W, all law, all law. So for anyone who's of a Christian persuasion, don't be misled and when you hear the term all law, all law is God, all right, that is also what we would say in lawful terms a misnomer. All law is not God. God has no capacity and no standing to all law because God means governmental ordinance departments. There is no comparison. Now, who can use law? Law can only be used by people who are in their sovereign capacity. And I was, as I will share with you tonight, the majority of the people in the world, and I'm not going to get into all of the details about that, but the majority of the people in the world, 99% of them live in slavery today. So in 1863, via the Emancipation Proclamation, and I challenge you to go look in a law dictionary and look up the definition of emancipation and proclamation, and you will see that a proclamation is not a law. A proclamation is a public announcement by elected officials. It is not a law. So the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863 did not set any slaves free. 
What it did was standardize slavery, the United States being the model for the standardization of slavery that all of the other nations around the world, as they reduced their people from their sovereign capacity and forced them to join nation states, then they were able to issue statute, codes, ordinances, resolutions on them. And a statute, as in a state statute of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, is not a law. It is corporate policy of the corporation that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated. All right? Now, a code is not a law. The United States codes the code of the laws of the United States of America that are used in federal court and the Supreme Court are not law. They are what they say they are. They are codes, ordinances, and resolutions of a municipality of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private, nonprofit corporation that calls itself the city of Philadelphia, an ordinance and a resolution, as in parking ordinances, they are not law. They are what they say they are. They are ordinances and they are resolutions, all right? And the reason they are not law is because the only people who can issue law are people who are acting in their sovereign capacity. And the people who sit in these seats as elected officials are not, in fact, in their sovereign capacity. They are in a corporate ward status, meaning that they are wards of the state. They are members of the corporation, which is a nonprofit that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And as long as they have a birth certificate on record with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, with that birth certificate being a contract, a birth certificate is a contract, and as long as you have a contract with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, you belong to them, and that's what slavery really is. All right? So who can use law? If you are a member of a corporate ward state, if you are a member of a corporate ward nation that calls itself the United States of America, you are a citizen. Look in the law dictionary and look up the definition of citizen. A citizen is not a sovereign. A resident is not a sovereign. Therefore, if you use an address, which is a fictitious number associated with a designation issued by a corporate ward, right? Then you become under the jurisdiction of those people who are also corporate wards but who are also slaveholders, all right? So if you are operating in that capacity, law does not apply to you. If you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private, nonprofit corporation, and you say you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, then the ordinances and the resolutions of that private, nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, which is a private, nonprofit corporation, then the statutes of that nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the United States of America, which is a private nonprofit corporation, then the code of the laws, right, apply to you. But if you are a sovereign of the Moorish Empire, those ordinances, those resolutions, those codes, those statutes do not apply to you. 
because you are not a member of the corporate ward state. It's as simple as that. And they understand the difference. This is why on their documents, they use words of art. They use the word label. They use the word person. They use the word address. All of these things that place you in their jurisdiction and you unknowingly fill out forms every day. And every time you fill out a form, you enter into a contract. I don't care what kind of form it is. It's a contract. A driver's license application is a contract. A social security application is a contract. When you call up the telephone company and you make a verbal contract over the telephone, this is why they can bill you. When you sign a deed, it is a contract. When you fill out a voter registration form, it is a contract. Does everybody understand that? Don't ever think. Every, anything that you put your signature on becomes a contract. All right? Now... The fact that you are not in your sovereign status means that you make a contract as a minor. They don't care. They know you are a minor because and, and to be other than a minor, you have to be in your proper person at law. And how we write that is this. Can you bear with me for a minute and let me put this on because uh, I can't. Can y'all see that? Impropria persona. Impropria persona. When you are in your corporate ward status, you look like this to the court. Pro se. Pro se meaning they get you in the court and they bring someone in called a Got that? Pro se cuter. A prosecutor. Because you're in a corporate board status. Now, if you're in appropriate persona, say in their criminal allegations. The prosecutor cannot come into the courtroom and say anything to you because you're not in pro se status. Makes sense, right? The issues of law, the issues of law are threefold. The issues of law are status, jurisdiction, and adjudication. The first thing that happens when you walk into a courtroom in your corporate ward status is that they already make the assumption that you are a ward of the state and that you don't know any better. So they immediately start adjudicating you. As much, the first thing that happens when we walk into a courtroom is that we place our status on the record, on the record. We come in with our flag. We come in with our treaty, we come in with the Constitution, we sign with them, and understanding that the Constitution is a contract. It's 
Joy Bounce L Bay. It is 4-19-2020. And uh, in case you just now tuned in, you're not late. I just started the show late. So peace to the gods. Welcome to the show. We here tonight. We're going to be talking about this subject of protected persons tonight. I'm going to get right to it. Okay. Um, I think it's really important that we have this discussion because we haven't had this discussion um, and certainly not in depth. And, and this is one of those topics where we could continue to talk about you know, for ages, right? But, you know, there's a such thing, you know, in equity and in law, you know, that he who fails to protect his rights has none. So if you don't step forward and you know, assert your rights. You don't have them. Okay. Um, we also have something in this country. Okay. Known as impersonum jurisdiction, right? And this is this is a jurisdiction over a particular person right? or entity, right? Such as a company, right? Now, most of y'all like to think of yourselves or your straw man as a company. So let's keep it real, right? What did Jay Z say? He said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. I let that sink in, right? So, what is really important for us to understand is impersonal jurisdiction is held by the state. You remember your man Benny Siegel? He did the movie State Property, right? They was trying to tell you niggas something And State Property 1 and State Property 2 Which is some of my favorite films But they was trying to tell you What the fuck Was going on They've been trying to These niggas, rich niggas Been trying to tell y'all It's coded all up in the shit right? But State Property right? I mean if you go get locked up Then you understand what State Property is Is because they put the bond number Right in front of you And they call it a prison number And then niggas go tell you that they did a bid Sound like a bid bond, don't it? And they have to sit there until the performance of that bond is up, right? And, you know, they're not protected persons because in impersonum jurisdiction, the jurisdiction that was over them was held by the state, so they was considered minors, right? And, and this is the case for people who are not even in prison. This is, this is the case for regular U.S. citizens. Regular U.S. citizens. Now, we're going to get into this topic tonight because, number one, it's an important topic. And number two, a lot of people have um, this this conjecture. A lot of conjecture when it comes to this topic, right, of am I a protected person or not, right? Because most of y'all have heard the processes. You've been around the processes. You've seen the work that we do, Right? And so, what's interesting is that most people will go get a passport and think that that's the end-all, be-all. They think they set up a trust, and that's the end-all, be-all. They think that they just do the birth certificate. That's the end-all, be-all. But what really makes you protected in the law, right? And that, and that's something that 
a lot of people um, tend to overlook, right? Number one, your highest protection should come from your creator. If we're going to start there, right? And all law trickles from there, hence the word all law. Arm, leg, leg, arm, head. You are the law. You're the lawgiver. You are, that's why you call yourself God, but you are a demigod in a sense, but you're God. But are you a God? So you see what I'm saying? See, these people, when they look at you, and I've had this conversation before about vassals and lords and knights, titles of nobility. These people are not going to give you a title of nobility that you haven't yourself ordained. That's my dog in the background. So, if you haven't ordained yourself, (laughs) then are you truly what they would call a protected person? So, I'm going to get into some law tonight. I'm going to break this down for y'all. And I I got to really thinking about this in the sense that the Moors, right? The Moors were Muslim inhabitants. The word inhabitant, okay? It's written in your articles of association, your articles of confederation. It's talked about in your Iroquois confederacy, the, the inhabitants. Right? The people who were originally here on this land, on this landmass, right? When it was Al Maghrib, Al right? The Iberian Peninsula. So I want you to understand that, you know, because if you go back and look at the Berber Wars and shit like that, you're going to understand all of the wars that happened, right? With North African Berbers, which is your ancestors. And Muslim Europeans, right? And then your Arabs. This is this is some deep shit, right? And then you have all of these tribes in the United States, federally protected, but yet they're known as domestic sovereigns. Now. I wasn't going to do a show tonight, truth be told. Because I really didn't give a damn. Like, this information is so powerful. Sometimes you just got to sit on it. Sometimes I don't even want to do shows. I just want to sit on the information my damn self. And and soak it in. Right? Let me also tell y'all something about this information because it's dangerous. You want to play around with the law. You better know it. You better become a true chief of the law, a law master. Understand that shit in and out. That's the reason why we teach trust. And by the way, I'll drop the announcement. If you if you want to get on the uh, part three webinar, trust, you can go to JonahBay.com and get on part three. All right. We're going to be talking about how to get that bank account open, things of that nature. So make sure that you... Uh, go to jungbay.com and get in for part three. It's going to be a dope-ass webinar. All right, it's going to be a lot of good stuff given out. And then part four, I'll be doing shortly after that. All right? We'll be going over some, some-
trust insurance information and shit like that. Um, so, with that being said, protected person, right? What what is a protected person, right? Now, in legal terms, a protected person is a legal term under international humanitarian law, right? This also refers to the laws of armed conflict, right? And we've been talking about a lot of shit that, you know, I wouldn't even say borderlines, you know, militaristic, but we have to go into military law to have a full understanding of what's happening. Right? And why is that? Because the president just told you that we was at war. He said we at war. So a protected person under international law, right, under different conventions like the Geneva Convention, right, um, the Hague Convention, okay, you got the one that Noble Drew Ali went to, all right, in 1928, all right, in Cuba, all right, that was another convention, okay, so a protected person, number one, has human rights, and that's just straightforward, right? You got not what they call civil rights now, even though we have, have shown you to use the Civil Rights Act of 1866. What I'm talking about here is something that stands on an even higher scale, which are your international humanitarian rights. So in law, and I'll just, well, for the sake of it, I'll, I'll Google it here, since somebody wanted to call me a Google scholar, right? I'll, I'll, I'll Google this definition, right? Right. Now, the word state is stateless. Excuse me, stateless. All right, I'm going to give you the legal definition here. Because I want y'all to see this ain't coming from me. But the word stateless here says that international law, a stateless person is someone who is not considered as a national by any state which means the country under the operation of its law. Some stateless people are also refugees. Now, let's, let's go a little further, okay? Let's, let's just go a little further. We're going to pull up state.gov. Let's see what they got to say about a stateless person because I want you all to understand what a protected person is versus a refugee versus a belligerent versus a stateless person versus a U.S. citizen versus a non-alien resident versus a resident. Most of y'all are walking around trying to get shit done and don't know what your status is. What's the status of your trust? What is your trust considered? Is it a national by any operation of law? Now, a stateless person is someone who under national laws does not enjoy citizenship the legal bond between a government and an individual. Now, some people are de jure and are legally stateless. You hear that? They are, they are not recognized as citizens under the laws of any state. So if they're not recognized as citizens, what would they be recognized as? Now, many people are also what they call de facto. 
or effectively stateless persons, meaning they are not recognized as citizens by any state, even if they have a claim to citizenship under the laws of one or more states. So the de facto government, right? This is this is what they say because they come in, they become a political body, but they're not from the United States of America. Therefore, nobody really wants to claim them, so they got to create fictitious shit. Okay. Now, I got to reading, and this is really important that I mention the act of Al Jazeera's. Now, we're going to talk about this a little bit tonight, right? Because, you know, if if you're what they call, quote, unquote, Muslim or Muslim, right, you should know about the Hadiths and all of the different treaties that were passed under Sharif and law. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back over here because I want to read this to y'all. This is very important. Right? And this comes from this is an earlier writing. Okay. Um, and, and it deals with it deals with the Moors. Right? And this is what they had to say about protected persons. Right, this is as early as 1919, 100 years ago. So his native Moors in Morocco, Mr. Fairchild authorized to participate in a friendly conference and foreign representatives proposed to be held at Madrid to discuss the questions of protection extended to three persons by the diplomatic and consular representatives of foreign state resident in that country. The Morocco, remember at this time, Morocco sat in the United States. Morocco was not moved as a foreign protectorate until 1956, it was, I believe. It wasn't until the 50s. So at this time, Morocco was considered to be right here in the United States. So it says the Morocco Conference questions of protecting to be considered foreign freedoms from taxation. Employment of native Moors as agents and treatment of Moors naturalized abroad and returning to Morocco. Inequity of exempting foreigners and protected persons from taxation. The right of foreigners to protection and freedom from extraordinary taxation is indisputable. Need of circumscribing foreign protection of native Moors. Do you understand? This is same problem your ancestors was having a hundred years ago that you're having right now today is Moors trying to figure out if you're protected under the law or not but your ass is still getting pulled over by the police they still treating you like a goddamn citizen instead of somebody that's protected under the law listen man it's layers to this shit that people, you know, it's really a lot of layers to this shit, man. This shit goes so much deeper than what you would believe. So if you want to really be impersonal in your own jurisdiction, then you need to know what your own laws are. Your own laws. Now, let me keep going. Because remember, I told you this was 100 years ago. Subsequently, check this out. This was actually um, a little over 100. This particular one I'm reading is a country from 1880. Okay. But it was done April 13th. 
which was a couple of days shy of today, hundred some odd years ago. It says <clears throat> Morocco Conference at Madrid instructed to support proposition to secure religious toleration in Morocco. Now, the Moroccan conference at Madrid adjourned after a successful conclusion of its labors. Mr. Fairchild detailed the report of each day's proceedings, text, and, con- and convention assigned by all representatives. Okay? Since text of the convention, on Article 1, protection, except as herein modified, to be in conformity with certain existing treaties. See how they're using the treaties? Chiefs and missions, excuse me, chiefs of missions, Select interpreters and employee who are free from all taxation except gate tax. That means the tax at the fucking borders, right? To come and go. Right? Consular officers limited to protection of one native interpreter, one soldier, and two servants, with, in the case of need, a native secretary. Natives appointed to minor consular posts to be respected and free from taxation. Certain sheiks and other native functionaries, as well as persons under protection, not to be employed by chiefs of missions, judicial procedures with respect to protected persons, to be respected. See, I want y'all to understand that these people have been protected for a very long time, right? These people that we call Moors. But if you don't know that you're a Moor and you don't know what your true status is, you can't become one of these people that they're talking about. I, I myself, I, I thoroughly enjoy just going back and, you know, finding the information that that really should have been, you know, a lot of this shit is being released on purpose right now because you need it, right? A lot of people worry about how you're going to protect your family and shit like that. How are you going to protect yourself? I don't care if you Ali or L or Bay. You're still a more. Hell, even if you ain't changed your name yet. It's time to learn the information and understand why why that would be important. But is that an end-all, be-all for protected persons? No. Because I know a lot of niggas who change their name. Did it do anything for them? Nope. Some of them, they didn't do nothing until they changed and corrected the nationality. So... I go back to this word protected persons, which is the extent of protection and obligation of belligerent. There's that word again. I did a whole show on that. Okay. A belligerent is an individual, a group, a country, an entity, somebody who's acting in a hostile manner, engaging in combat, belligerent from from Latin, I mean one who wages war. So these really think this is why they this is why these people created the uh the whole task force for black activists and all that shit. They consider all them people to be belligerent as fuck. I'm a peaceful loving person. I don't have no I I have no desire to go to war. When to be honest, the war the only war that's really is on a piece of paper. Your pen game better be stronger than the other person's pen game. And I'm a hell of a writer. But that means nothing 
if your mind's not sharp, if you don't know this information. We still arguing with niggas about how to set up a trust process. Listen, man, what pages you on? The you know, and, and this is, you know, this is no. I'm not, you know, talking about anybody in particular here. We're just talking. But what page are you on? So, all right, you're a protected person. You think you've done your birth certificate. You've authenticated it, right? And I and I see a lot of people who tell me that. Well, I authenticated my birth certificate. That's all I had to do. Nigga, was it? I, I'm being facetious here because you'll find people who, you know, they they in the secure part, the creditor shit. They answer all this information and they believe that they're protected. Meanwhile, they're being fucking belligerent. The government don't like that shit. That's why they shut your shit down. And you and, and if if you're gonna do business or be in the public or any of that type of shit, right? You can't be belligerent. Look at all over the country right now. The shit's shut down. And now niggas are being belligerent. Look at look at the shit in Detroit. Niggas is on the courthouse steps with guns. Being fucking belligerent because why? Their business is shut down. They stopped your economics, nigga. Your eco namico, as they say in Latin. Go Oshio Economico. Go look up the fucking book. Shout out to Uriel for that. And yo, I think Jonas got a copy of it. Hell of a book. Okay. Now, this whole belligerent thing, like I said, it, it deals with, uh, you know, it deals with basically, you know, uh, adjectives of aggression. Nigga, are you being aggressive towards the government? Nigga, how aggressive are you? This is the reason why most of y'all will do passports and will never get the correct status because they consider you to be a belligerent. Status is everything in law, but the question is, is how do you actually maintain status? How do you get it? What are the what are the true tools? So this brings me to express trust. One of the most important tools that you could be using is a fucking trust, an express trust at that. Do you know how protected your trust is? What what's the law of the trust? Now, I just read to you that people who were stateless in international law are not even considered nationals. So do you understand that a trust has a nationality? Now, a U.S. person, which is a corporate fiction, it's a citizen, it is a subject piece of property, right, that by contract, some sometimes... You know, it's funny. I, matter of fact, let me pull it for y'all. Because, see, yeah, I, I read them books. <laughs> I read out of books over here. So let me pull something for y'all. Because I want y'all to, I want y'all to hear this shit. Okay? Listen to this very closely. Because this is contract. So, so when we talk about nationality, when we talk about protection... When we talk about your ability, nigga, and, and let me tell you, protection comes in a lot of forms. Do, do you have 
the ability to to control your own army. Are you doing that? Because if that's what you if you have that ability, then you you want some Pablo Escobar shit, and they're gonna take you out for that shit. They don't like that type of shit. So I'm not teaching this information for you to go out and try to become uh, the Muslim Pablo niggas. No. I'm teaching this information so that you can free your family, teach your lineage, and have some goddamn upliftment of self. And then go get some money. Our mentality has to change. Okay. Now, let me read something to you, right? It says, mistaken performance in reliance of a non-existent contract. Code 989. Some of these cases are based on misunderstandings preventing a meaning of the minds, which is required by the subjective theory of contract, i.e. a third person posing as an agent frequently causing parties to believe that they have entered into a contract although each has a different notion as to the terms. Others involve situations where no enforceable contract existed because of a lack of authority by an agent or a non-compliance with the statute of fraud. Listen, man. The real remedy, because a lot of people say, "Well, I want my forty acres in the mule." That's, that's what that's what you'll hear in the, in our community. But the real forty acres, by the way, they did give forty acres. Really, does exist? They gave that to the people who were listed on the Dawes Rolls uh, as uh, as freedmen. And they gave 60 acres to those who are listed on Indian roles as having Indian blood through the quantum shit. So y'all gotta really, you gotta really dig deep into this, right? Okay. Now, the remedy that most people are looking for when it comes down to things is becoming a protected person. You have uh, equitable remedy, and they call it restitution. They call it restitution. So your ability to go back, go to court, <laughs> right, and ask for what it is that you want, it's based on restitution. It's based on a redress of grievance. Now, what's an equitable injunction? Right? Because I, I want y'all to understand why you become a protected person. Y'all driving around here and go, how many niggas have done injunctions and now understand because the cops treated you differently? You become somewhat protected. Listen, man, sometimes you're just guided in life, you know, by things that you can't explain that lead you to this information. I think I was trying to clean my credit and work on student loans. And then, you know, here we are 10 years later. Something like that. It's just been at least 10 years now. Here we are. 
And this, is, I mean, this information will literally change your life. But equitable injunction. I remember the first time I did an injunction. Shout out to Jonah for even bringing that out to the forefront for people. Because most niggas never even understood the private side of things, so they had to do an injunction through the court. Because they didn't understand that or on the private side, you could just do an injunction whenever you feel like it. Okay. Now, equitable injunction okay, is a conveyance of equitable decree. Okay? And precision is possible in the mistake excuse me, if a mistake is basic. Or if a court can allow a buyer to retain extra land on payment of extra compensation. So I just want you all to understand that when they talk about land, equitable remedy, and injunction, that's all based on you being a protected person. Now, let's talk about our our cousins, if you will, right? These so-called Native Americans. And no disrespect to them, but I have to do that because they are cousins right you know truth be told we allow what was known as miscegenation most people are say miscegenation who somebody pull it up for you right I want to give you a, a legal definition right now miscegenation it, it deals with well we can say anti-miscegeny or miscegenation laws, but let's just go straight to miscegenation. Oh, no. Okay. Miscegenation. Here we go. The mixing of different racial... Now, this is why I got to be real specific here because what we're talking about tonight is a broad subject. Okay? Even your fucking laws... Don't... Listen, man. You, y'all, y'all can't forget about the one drop rule. Let's just... Before I read my sentence, let's pull it up. Okay? Here. The one drop is a social and a legal principle of racial classification that was historically prominent in the United States. Now, let's go to uh, hold on. I gotta give y'all all of these definitions. Sorry, I don't know them all by heart, so I'm reading for y'all. Quadroon. Alright? In the slave societies of America, a quadroon or a quadroon was a person with one quarter African and three quarters European ancestry, or in Australia, one quarter Aboriginal ancestry. Okay, so there go your, your, your Australian Aboriginals, okay, um, and your Africans. They call them quadroons or quadroons, okay? Then similar classifications were octoroon for one-eighth black. Latin octo meaning eight or uh, hexadexterone for one sixteenth black. These are your Latinos. Okay. Now, governments of the time 
sometimes incorporated the terms in law defining the rights and restrictions, the use of such terminology of hype or descendant, which is a practice within society of, of assigning children of mixed unions to the ethnic group of which the dominant group perceives to be subordinate. So babies who look white, right, but they really black, they'll call them white, and for that, you know, for that purpose, they gave them white ancestry, right? So the racial designations refer specifically to the number of fully-blooded African ancestors or equivalent, emphasizing the quantif- the quantitative least of quadrones, signifying that a person has one-quarter black ancestry. Now, most people are going to say, well, wait a minute, they didn't really say too much about, about black people in there. Good, they did. They ran right over it. Is what they did. They don't. What they really don't want you. And this is the reason why in Virginia. Uh, and I'll pull it up. Don't forget. I, I ain't forgot about misinformation. Hold on. Virginia. All right. All right. Here we go. Because remember, we gotta go see. See, this protect your person shit goes back to your bloodline. See, I know who my bloodline is. I know who was in it, right? So I understand being a protected person. But in 1924, the Virginia General, General Assembly enacted the Racial Integrity Act. The act enforced racial segregation by prohibiting interracial marriage and classifying white persons with no trace whatsoever of blood other than Caucasian. The act and outgrowth of eugenist and scientific racist propaganda was published by Walter Flecker. Don't forget about Walter Flecker, right? This was this was your boy who ran uh, Vital Statistics, right? Now, the Racial Integrity Act required that all birth certificates and marriage certificates in Virginia to include the person's race is, is either white or colored. Now, you do know that your vital statistics office, your main office is in Virginia, right? Where they do um, all of the federal shit. This is why you got to go back to Virginia to be annexed when you do a birth certificate. Okay. So this act classified all non-whites, including Native Americans, as colored. The act was a series of racial integrity laws enacted to reinforce racial hierarchies and prohibiting the mixing of races. Right. So when you look at quadrone, quintarone, and they're talking about blood and the one drop rule and how they would socialize you, you have to look at what happened, right? Which is miscegenation, which draws you back to the fact that these people are our cousins. And why are they protected? Because there's a whole lot of white people walking around talking about that they're Native Americans when the true natives of America are Moors. Now, miscegenation is a mixing of different racial groups, right? Through marriage, cohabitation, sexual relations, procreation. Particularly mixing that is perceived to negatively impact the purity of a particular race or culture. So anti-miscegenation is a prominent theme of racial supremacist movements. This is why you had the skinheads and shit coming out and Hitler and all that because they were trying to purify their races. Meanwhile, Jews being just like niggas, 
find a way to make sense of that shit. Like, nah, we we part of this shit too. Like, this is this is the you have to go read the book, the secret relationship between blacks and Jews, and then you'll understand why Jewish people have such a. Uh, uh, it, it's uh, it's almost like having a kid that you love but you won't talk to. That's the type of relationship that we have with them because they really are like our kids. We're the real Hebrews, and they took your position because because you forgot who you was as a protected person. So, so I'm, I'm gonna drop the law for y'all, right? Because I, I was reading, I read, I read a little bit of the old law from 1880 to y'all, right? And if you missed it, go back and listen again, and you'll pick it up. Okay. But protected persons, and I'll read a little bit more of it. it says protected persons do not have protection, but certain circumstances to be shown to them are also exempt from taxes. The right of foreigners to hold property guaranteed subject to local law titles, agricultural tax to be paid by land tenants, modes of payment through consul penalties for evasion. Okay? Mediation of consular interpreters allowed, but only when in duty of credential. Rules as foreign naturalization and to return to Morocco. Naturalization heretofore obtained, not affected by these rules. So, I mean, listen, they, they was even telling you then, if you decided to come back into Morocco, you know, you wouldn't be affected. You, you would come back in and you'd be exempt from taxes and all this other shit. Listen, man, they're trying really fucking hard to keep y'all in this system because they didn't try hard with it, I know. So, yeah, we at war. It's a real war going on. It's a real war going on. But what you going to do? Are you going to be a protected person? Because, see, Native Americans have protection because under these people's rules, not only were they not going to – listen, I'm not telling you to be to not be who you are, but, but you can follow your ancestors' traditions without being belligerent. Right? You don't have to be a combatant. You can be respected as a noble. See, Moors and Muslim inhabitants of Al-Maghrib Al-Aqsa – also known as America, we got we have what they call Aboriginal title, land title. Right? We have we have the the uh, the allodial title to the land. Now, Aboriginal title is a common law doctrine, right? It says that the land rights of indigenous peoples. Customary tenure, which are priests, okay, which were your chiefs, after the assumption of sovereignty under the colonialism settlement. Now, the requirements of proof for recognition of Aboriginal title, the content of Aboriginal title, the methods of distinguishing Aboriginal title, and the availability of compensation in the case of distinguishment vary significantly by jurisdiction. And nearly all jurisdictions are in agreement that Aboriginal title is inalienable, which means that they can't come and write it away because then it becomes unalienable. And that can be held either individually or collectively. And this is what niggas tend to forget. 
real protected persons, real people are not property of the state. They're not 14th Amendment citizens. There's a lot to say on this, man. It really is. You're sitting right here on the bottom line. The call lines are wide open. 347-989-0194. Press 1. We'll get you in the queue. All right. How y'all feel about this tonight? I mean, this is, uh, you know, I think this is one of those subjects where there's a lot of avenues I can dive into, right? especially when we start talking about trust. Now, if your trust has a nationality, which it should, but you don't know how to properly express that, that that would be something that I would be you know, trying to figure out how to do about it. But if your trust has a nationality, okay, and you're a trustee or a beneficiary or a settler of the trust, then that would stands to reason that you have the same nationality. You, you would share nationalities with that trust. Because if you don't, then you share nationalities with the United States Trust living in this country. And then they call you a 14th Amendment citizen. And then they say that you're under God. Be who you're going to be. We'll be right back. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation.
like stepping on ants, Jake. Takes a man to kill. Are you man enough to kill, Jake? Hit me right there. Get me, Jack. Get me. Hit me. Hit me. You can't do it. Somebody drop this fool for me. You got us twisted, homie. We gotta put your own work in around here. Alright. It's like that, Bone? It's like that. Player to player, pimp to pimp. I'm bleed, you shoot me, nigga. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now I'm bleed, he got it in you, Jake. I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. And you ain't gonna do a damn thing, because you ain't gonna shoot no cop in the back, are you? Don't do it. You know what they give you for that? The gas chamber. You know what the gas chamber smells like? Pine oil. That's where you headed, boy. To pine oil heaven. I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. I don't believe you got it in you, Jake. I'm gonna go get it right now. You motherfucker! The next one will kill you. Oh, son of a bitch! You shot me in the ass! Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Okay. Alright, look. One sec, I need the money. Give me the money, Jay. Give me the money, please, Jay. Give me that money! It's not gonna happen. Well, you, you gonna jack me now? You gonna take my own money from me, huh? I told you, that's my evidence. You wanna go to jail, you wanna go home. I wanna go home, Jay. Give me your money and let me go home. Yeah, yeah. You want to go home? Yeah, let me go home, Jake. Come on, give me your money and let me go home. Give me your money and let me go home. Let me go home, Jake. That's right. Come on, Jake. You don't deserve this. Okay, you motherfucker. Jake, go ahead and bounce on me. Get up out of here. We got your back. What? Like that. Oh, no, you didn't. Wait a minute. No, you did Hey, hey, Jay! Hey! Jay! 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 Come back here! Jay! You disloyal, fool-ass, bitch-made punk. Jay! I need my money! Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Yay! You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. 
Go and walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. It's a fake. It's a deception to steal our money. They want a, a cashless society, a digital cashless society, one world currency. They want rid of cash. If that's not manipulation, wake up and smell the coffee. You destroy, because that's what's happening before our eyes, Brian. You destroy the world economic system. They're taking away our freedoms one bit, one step at a time. The big legacy of what is happening now will not be to do with health long term, it will be economic. I don't doubt that it's real, I don't doubt it's dangerous, I'm probably target market, but I think it's a sleight of hand. Edward Griffin wrote about the Mandrake mechanism, where Mandrake's the magician. And so what the magician does, he has everybody so afraid of this thing called a virus, which I say is real, as they steal your money and they steal your wealth. What I have been saying for the best part of 30 years is they are planning an enormous economic crash. And I've been saying it even more since 2008, because 2008 seemed a bit of uh, be a nightmare. The point I'm making is what they want is something that would make 2008 look like, you know, a Sunday school tea party. Well, people are finally waking up that you cannot trust our own government. This Hunger Games society, I've been saying this for a long time, is designed to have no small business, no even medium-sized business, globally, just gigantic corporations that control and produce everything. I think people, as they sit in quarantine, as they lose their jobs, their homes, their pensions, their businesses and all this, I think they're waking up that they're being screwed. They've been screwed. What this hysteria is creating is a situation unfolding by the hour, worldwide, that is destroying small business, family business, even medium-sized business. Some even relatively big businesses too. It's destroying them. The big legacy of what is happening now will not be to do with health long term, it will be economic. I knew it was coming, but I couldn't believe it actually quarantined people. This is, and it, this is a manufactured Great Depression when there was real unemployment. <laughs> now they have to manufacture unemployment. I mean, it's more frightening than I ever imagined. The people who really think it's about the virus, not the biggest cash highs going on behind their backs, they just can't see their money is being stolen via their money. What happens to those people whose businesses collapse? What happens to all those people who were working for those businesses? What happens to them? They fall into the bottom of the Hunger Games society. The problem is the poor and the middle class still have not got the message that gold and silver are God's money. Gold and silver have been here since the earth was formed. Their only counterparty is God, not the bank. And what we're seeing now every day is this Hunger Games society coming closer and closer and closer because of what's being done 
in the name of protecting the people. They're taking away our freedoms one bit, one step at a time. You go deep enough into this system, they don't give a shit about the people. They don't give a shit about the elderly. The elderly are an excuse to impose the very society that I'm talking about. You know, they don't like cash and they don't like gold because they can't control it. There's no serial numbers they can follow, but they can follow you and track your movements, not that I'm a criminal, but they want to follow our movements and take our freedoms away by, by registering every crypto dollar, whatever they call it, and the central banks that control it. They want a, a cashless society, a digital cashless society, one world currency. They want rid of cash. It's a criminal operation. They've been stealing our wealth for years. That's my concern, and everybody thinks they're wonderful people. I mean, I don't doubt it's real, but it's blown out of proportion by the media. It's a fake. It's a deception to steal our money. We're back. So tonight we're talking about protection and what a protected person is. And I'll just read it again to you because you know I think that it's you know like I said it's crucial that we have a good understanding that a protected person or persons and, and I use that that word persons very loosely, right? But the word is a legal word. So whatever, right? Let's just let's talk about it, right? Humanitarian principle, humanitarian law is international law, right? But corporate law has to respect human law. It has to respect that, right? Because corporations are not above people. Now, the legal definition of different categories of protected persons in armed conflicts. Like I told you at the beginning of the show, you could find it in their different conventions that happened along the way. Now, the extent of protection and obligations of states and parties depend on the type of armed conflict that's happening. So there's a category of protected persons in terms of uh, adults, children, sex, uh, men, women, participation in armed conflict. So you got combatant, combatant people. Prisoners of war, those are your POS, which if you know anything about the Confederation or the Confederate States, when that whole civil war was going on, your ancestors left their land to go fight for the Confederate. They lost. They got captured in war. They became prisoners of war, and then they got sent back to plantations as slaves. Nobody come over here on no goddamn boats. These niggas already was here. They had all this land already. And they lost all their land because they went to war trying to protect their land against states that was at that time uh, more efficient in war. See, a protected person is is warfare. Protected Protection of land. It was all warfare. 
right? So this is why I was talking about the whole thing, Aboriginal title, because you lost your land rights. And so when you decide to become a protected person, you then get what they call land rights. And this is a probate process, right? And we've been talking about probate for years, but the process of probate is not available to prisoners of war or persons in armed conflict. So the legal definition of different categories of protected persons is going really, you know, it's going to it's going to be about international law. So let me give you the code cuz a lot of people like to go back and look shit up. 18 US Code 112 Protection of foreign officials, official guests, and internationally protected persons, right? Whoever assaults, strikes. Now, don't that sound like whenever you wound a more, right? Whoever assaults, strikes, wounds, imprisons, or offers violence to a foreign official, an official guest, or internationally protected person, or makes any other violent attack upon such person or liberty of that person is likely to endanger his or her liberty, makes a violent attack upon his official premises, private accommodation, or means of transport, or attempts to commit. Let me, let me stop that And which I think somebody was tapping in as a song Alright Or um, makes any other violent attack upon such person Or liberty of persons Is likely to endanger his personal liberty It makes a violent attack upon his own Official premises A private accommodation Or a means of transport Or attempts to commit any of the foregoing To be fined under this title or imprisoned Not more than three years or both Whoever in the active commission of such act uses a deadly or dangerous weapon or inflicts bodily injury should be fined under this title and in prison, not more than 10 years or both. All right? So then if you go back and look at um, the Geneva Convention, right, and you go into the Geneva Convention, it breaks down who the protected persons are, right? Then they go look at the Act of Algiers. It breaks it down in there. Act of Tangiers, it breaks it down in there. Okay, then it goes on to say whoever willfully intimidates, coerces, threatens, or harasses a foreign official or an official guest. Now you have to ask yourself, what's an official guest? Because are you residing in that jurisdiction? Right? If you reside in a certain jurisdiction, or if you're a resident of that jurisdiction, right? Then you might you might be a guest at that time. Right, depending upon your domicile, is what they call it. All right, so then we'll go to the next one: attempts to intimidate, coerce, threaten, or harass a foreign official. Okay, within the United States. All right, and then three: uh, within the United States and within 100 feet of any building or premises in whole or in part owned or occupied for an official business or for diplomatic, consular, or residential purposes. So when we talk about trust, that's what we get into. Who's a protected person? Is your trust a protected person? What's the domicile of it? Whose names are the tags in? Is your car a protected person? Because now we talk about the extension of property. And this is why I said it was a probate issue from the beginning. All right, we're going to go to the call line, see what's happening out there. Let's go to 205-635 on the bottom line. 
going on? Peace to the God. What's happening, bro? What's happening? Peace to the God. Man, <laughs> Man uh, I don't want to stop your flow right now, dude. I'm just checking in with you and everything like that, man. Uh, just seeing what's going on with you. And uh, I like the topic. I want you to keep going. You know, it's Kenny. So get back with me on that um. I will. Bro. I will. Matter of fact, I'm going to call you after the show, bro. Okay, man. Get back with me, all right? All right. Peace, God. Peace. All right. 862-287. What up? Man, what's going down, Joey Bounce? <laughs> what up? Peace to the God. Pretty much, man. It's your boy, RJ Bay. How you been, man? Good, brother. How you? I'm going to talk to y'all in a while, but you know I'm still up on it. Indeed. No, I'm still up on it. Indeed. So, how you feel about the topic? Man, listen. <laughs> yeah. It's been going on for so long. It's like a, it's like a, uh, it's perpetual. It's a perpetual thing. And it's, it, everything is in trust. That every, everything has been operating under the trust the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, You know, I mean, exactly. And then at the end of the day, it it almost seems like you can, you know what I'm saying, make another trust and give a trust to another trust to make it seem like that trust ain't it. You know what I mean? I mean, I kind of noticed a little (laughs) bit about what you were saying when you were saying some stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Because when you're talking about protective, protective trust, I was reading about that earlier and it tripped me out that you said that because I was reading about that earlier this morning, like early this morning. You know, because you're talking about like child well, protective services. Well, yeah. See that now. Nah, thank you. I appreciate you bringing that up. You feel that's me? A good one right there too. Yeah. You feel now, me though? You. That's, yo, that's, child that's protective services. Be, that, yo, you that talk, might listen, be one of the best ones. Yo, but you, and you're talking up. about you're also talking about protective custody. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing though, who 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 goes into child protective services? Minors, people under disability. That's right. People who those are all people who can't. People who those can't are all social, You know, those are all mandated social security number children. though. ah, the 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 trust estates that they, they are. That's right. Trust. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See what you're so talking you know what about is, is putting is putting a a natural person um, into yep. a corporate trust. And that's Remember what they how, did. Yeah. yeah. Remember how Jonah was saying you could take anybody and make a trust for anybody without them knowing. Oh yeah. Well, well you can. But see, remember, first in time, first in line. So first in time, first in line. line. See, see the the issue I have with that is that that's really some underhanded shit to even do that. And if you do some shit like that, you're a devil. <laughs> That's, that's what I'm saying. Shit. That's dirt batting. That's that's called deceit. Deceit. Well, you ain't no better than the United States if you do that. You see. I mean, I'm fuck? not saying I'm. They, gonna they do did it. it. No, I'm not saying you're gonna do it. But I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, yeah, but I'm talking about. Well, the, they did it and gave you a benefit and put you in commerce. If a if if a nigga does that, and this is the reason why I got away from Arnold, because Arnold was doing that shit, and I don't, you know, that's that's fucked up. That's you know, that's like putting. Right. A nigga, uh, that's like having a nigga fill out a UCC and then putting it into your trust. <laughs> right. No, nigga, you don't own you don't <laughs> own me. 
Nigga, I own myself. What do you mean? Listen, listen, man. That uh, that's some devil shit. Anybody who operates in that capacity can go straight to hell. Yeah. That's but that's FBI though. You know that, right? That's a, that's that's, that. ha- that's harsh. It's harsh. Yeah, but it's harsh. They do that. that they that's do that. Real war. That. Well, listen. People do it all the time. I I realize that. That's why when I started teaching, I said, "Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute," because that's not right. It's not okay. Somebody got to say that ain't okay. Well, I mean, I feel like you know. that person needs to say it ain't okay. If that person don't say it's okay themselves, man, then we got we got an issue. Well, listen. The trust, trust, the trust is a virus in itself. Absolutely, but you know what I'm that's the thing, man. Like that when we was when we turned eighteen, we were supposed to have this. So that's the age of the majority and minorities. You feel me? Right? Isn't that correct? Well, well, that that is correct. But here's the problem, though. How many people knew that at eighteen and went back and claimed it? Never. Nobody. No, I'm not saying nobody knew it. Nobody knows that because it's a whole set of different laws as we as we are learning unless now. You, unless you just grew up in this shit, right? And and, and, right. and let's not let's not be mistaken. There are people who. Like the Jews who teach this in synagogues, and then when when they become of age, they do a bar mitzvah, and then they give them all of the titles to reign at the bar mitzvah. That's what a bar mitzvah is about. That's right. But they know about that or trust already, or or a bar mitzvah for, for females. Yeah, the Mexicans got a kinsiensa for that shit. Right. What, what I feel we like. At? I, I mean, birthday. What the hell do we have? Wedding? <laughs> birthday? <laughs> Wedding? <laughs> I'm having a party at the club. <laughs> Come on, Joey. I don't know what you mean. What do we have? Of course we don't. Have, but listen, but they know that though, man. I met one homie. His, I don't know his AO. His name shall stay anonymous. But I met a homie at bars and nobles, and so, I mean it's uh, Starbucks in South Orange. And I was talking to him, and I'm like, man, you know about this. He's like, yeah, I know about certain things, but I can't tell you. He's like, I had a Jewish homie tell me a whole bunch of stuff, so I'm not telling nobody nothing, and I know what happens if you tell somebody. <laughs> what I say, go go read the book, The Secret Relationship Between Blacks and Jews. Hell of a book. It'll tell you a lot. I yeah. Listen, these Jewish people have been around me my whole life. I can tell you that for a fact. It's like niggas right. have. I've been around both. I've been around niggas and Jews my whole life. Absolutely, but you get to see the operation of the law with Jews and niggas, though. You see the difference. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a slice between the two. Jews and Moors. I'm, I'm that's right, Jews and Moors. And, and, and those who call themselves Jews, you know, well, that's another story, but they're not from the tribe of Judah. Right, but you're right. There's a lot. There's a lot. When you, and then when you start talking about protected persons, those people are protected because they operate within... Um, a, a, a political structure. By that's right. Known as a body. That's known right. as a body politic. That's how they operate. Right. 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 So I mean, you know what I'm saying protection. Mean, you know. Protection is inalienable for them, but it ain't for for African Americans. It's unalienable. Uh, so uh, the, the world we live in. You know, everything is everything's done with yeah, a stroke of a pen. I think it's a I think it's a suppression of knowledge. Technically. It's a push of a button, I should say. Yeah. It is. A, a suppression of a suppression of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Well, it, it depends is. on who's suppressing the knowledge. 
Well, that's very true. That's I mean, obviously, you know, if you have the will to move on your own and, and seek the knowledge yourself, it, of course. But if you if you have no idea to even know to seek the knowledge, shit. Like, well, yeah. You I mean, I'm saying if you're gonna if you listen, the the, the the way I see it is, if you're gonna suppress your if you're gonna suppress your knowledge, you suppress somebody else's knowledge. You're damn right. So, yeah, man. Hey, bro, I appreciate you calling, bro. I gotta. Get to the next caller, man. I appreciate my you, guy, bro, indeed. And your sentiments. Been talking to you, Peace to the God, bro. Good day, man. Good to hear from you. Peace to the God. 504 920. What up? Peace to the God. What's good, bro? What's up, bro? Peace to the God. Peace. All right. Everything good? How you doing tonight over there, man? Uh, I'm wonderful, magnificent. That's peace. That's peace. Quick question, man. You know what I'm saying? Great topic, man. First and foremost, listen, man. Uh, just jumping right into it. So, what uh, what exactly substantiates the nationality in the uh, trust declaration? It all does. <laughs> I know. I know that's a, a open-ended question. Well, I would say, you know, think about this, right? It's a declaration. So it's about what you declare. That's why I said it all does, because that whole declaration is encompassing of what your nationality is, because you make the rules. But if your rules are repugnant, <laughs> you know, this is why I'm telling you, just don't be belligerent. Write, write rules to the trust that would adhere to, you know, uh, my yacht. Right. You know, right. and that would include your nationality. Right. Well, I'm saying, um, but what? It, but, but what exactly substantiates that to where you're able to say, you know, and that's. I mean, basically, whatever you put in it. But I'm saying, following off, you know, Jonah's steps, you know, even even a template, like is uh, referencing the uh, Treaty of Marrakesh, which is, you know, you know, under the Mohammedan nation. Like of you course you can, with that if you're a Mohammedan if you're a Mohammedan and, and, and that's what you represent and you want to put Mohammedan law in your trust, that's fine. If you wanna put the Bible in your trust, that's cool too. But the problem is is that if you're ever judged in accordance with the law of the trust, they go back and look at that law so they hold you to that standard. So that's what I'm saying is is it might be some shit in Mohammedan law that you don't agree with. And, right. Or, or, and, and really, it breaks down to Sharif in law. It's where your shares come from. Right. So, right. so you got to think about what law do they follow? They follow the Constitution. And how was the Constitution written? It was written in accordance with the Iroquois Confederation, the original Constitution. The framework, right? Yeah. So, what I'm telling you is, 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 is it's not, it's not a problem. To use that, you can use any document you want. I've seen niggas use all types of documents. The law you're under and in an express trust, whatever you whatever you declare is what is the decree. True, true, true. Okay, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why it's, you know it's, I mean? it's about you. It's about you, bro. Whatever you express, whatever you express. So, so let me ask you this. So, what I'm what all does the trust certification need to have on it? The certification. 
Mm, see, I ain't gonna talk about that on the air because what you're trying to get me to do oh. is talk about trust. Shit. Oh, talk about number one, pri- that's private trust shit, and number two, that's gonna be in the webinar. Okay, for sure. So respect that, bro. But look, let me ask you this and real I, quick. And I gotta How respect you... the brother, you know, and, and his intellectual property. Of course, of course, that, of course, that. So let me ask you this: How do you make a proper affidavit of claim, like on a, uh, you know, what I'm saying? Uh, Authenticated birth, uh, birth certificate. For sure. What you trying to claim? Like first I said, line, first the, uh, authenticated so, birth certificate. Per se. Right. So, be more specific. Making an affidavit of claim on an authenticated birth certificate. Nigga, nigga, nigga. I know exactly what you're asking, but you're not asking it correctly. So I'm I'm going to ask you to ask it again because what you what you're saying, a claim is a claim, bro. Like if you put a if I put a think about it like this, if I put an affidavit of ownership on there, is that not a claim? That's that's legal uh-huh. and equitable claim. So like I said. At, if you're that, if that's not what you're asking, you need to ask it again. Because I, I'm trying to read in between, like, uh, it's like you're not. No, nah, I was just asking. Nah, what I was asking simply is, what's the proper way to make an affidavit of claim, like per se, like on an authenticated birth certificate or or or, or whatever Man, birth certificate? That ain't what you asked me. <laughs> that ain't what you that, asked. That is what I'm asking. That is what I said, right, man. That's what I'm asking, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Pardon me, you know, I, I don't know how, you know how I got confused, but that's what I'm asking, though. Anytime you make a claim, like I said, first in time, first in line. First nigga to make Indeed. a claim is going to be done with, number one, the law. It has to be done in equity. So then there's the, the fact of, you, uh, of, okay, well, then I need to go record it. So then you go down to the recorder's office with it. And then you put right. it into your trust. That's right, property right. of the trust. Exactly, exactly. That's what I know. That's what I know. Right. You see, because uh, well, I ain't even gonna get into that part on the air, but this I know. Nigga, listen, bro. You, I, I, I know where you. That's why I said I know where you're going with that. That's the. Uh, what you asking is a monetary question. You understand? Okay. It's not more. It's just monetary. You asking about money? That's that's what you right, right, right. Uh, making the claim. Unless you making the listen, bro. I because I, I because I know how you know like like you got you, know, you got little ones. So when you make a claim. You claim them the moment that you put the affidavit on that on top of their birth certificate. They they were in they were in your possession. You made the claim. That was in the private. And with it, you did right. it with a private notary. Indeed. Now, if you want to talk about the equity side of it, that's a that's a trust probate issue. That all day long. Right. 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 That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. You understand why I'm I'm even saying that, bro? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's I'm a, not, I'm know, not coming at you. This, this is diligent, right? I'm not coming. I'm not coming at of you. Course. This is all in love. What I'm, what I'm saying to you, is that you, you already have the sauce. You know what you need to do and where to put it. Right. But, but what you're asking, what you're asking me, is really something we need to have a private conversation about. Because, because you're asking about the equity side of it. Right, I get that, bro. I get that. You know what I mean? I was just, uh, you know, that's where I was at with it, man. Cause you know, been studying stuff, and that's uh, that's uh, you know, that's where I'm at with <laughs> what it. You, what you, you already know. What you asking is a, a hundred million dollar question. <laughs> yeah. So we go pass that up, man, for on the air. But anyway, man, that's what's up, though, man. You know what I'm saying? You on? Okay, bro. You know it's what all love, Yeah. You know, still set me on the right course anyways, you know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know what I'm saying? And the likes where I was at anyway, man. Good looking on that, man. Thank you, man. Peace to the God, man. Great show. Absolutely, Let's bro. keep building, man. God, bro. Peace, God. All right, peace. 313-603, what up? 313-603. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's me. Here we go. Hey, hey. Oh my goodness, I'm excited. Hey uh, Joey, thank you, man. I just want to get shouts out from Detroit. From Detroit. Hey, you know uh, Chris L over here in Detroit, man. That's the only guy that got a. Uh, What's up, man? You got your trust. guns out, man? Y'all over there protesting? What's going on? What's up? Y'all on the courthouse protesting down there or what? No, nah, man, I ain't doing that, bro. I'm working on my own shit at home. Like I'm doing that speedy trust at X. Not the trust, I'm sorry, the super injunction. My boy Chris got me set up over here, dude. We're 18 years in together. Good. He he spent five years with you and... Uh, uh, I, I know Chris. Chris is a good and, guy. You and Jonah. You and Jonah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I talked to Hollywood a couple of times. Yeah, I got a little more twist into Hollywood. I'm 42, man, but I'm so grateful. Because I got 19 years into this shit. And I'm finally getting like what you call, you know... Remedy, understanding, it's, and spirituality I hope first. So. Well, that's really what. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, because you know the whole thing is that's where it starts, man. I have to remember, man, constantly that you know this this is this is a source that we pull in this information from. Where it's always available to us. Internet, you know, didn't make shit. You know, we didn't have the internet, but I remember when, when the internet wasn't around. You had to go to the library to do this research. Joe, I just want to say, man, I got a beautiful daughter that's 14. Like I said, I got to get up to Chris, Chris L over here in Detroit. Septimius, I know him. Thank you. I'm new to you. Joe Bay, I love him to death. I got to tell him, a month ago, I was at the Battle Creek with my friends before this, well, maybe, what, five weeks before the COVID. They said, you can't go out. Battle Creek, dude. Strippers all night. Just share a little couple bucks. The end of the night has some sisters, beautiful melanated. They have a bunch of wagon. I'm 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 always like a little bit dark. I'm in the middle. Grandfather's probably oh, from well, he was from Well, my grandfather's from Mexico. Right? So I'm all interested in okay. those those big ass heads over there in Mexico. I'm like, dude, what about the Toltec to Olmec heads? Right? So like I said, Chris and I know each other for eighteen years, but 
five weeks ago, Battle Creek, before the COVID hit. We was in the strip club. And the night, I had this beautiful melanated sister and all her friends, and I was like, Jonah Bay, Jonah Bay, before I even started listening to you. Like, really, Joe. <laughs> I was just saying. Chris was like, call in, tell Jonah. Well, told you first, but uh, your spiritual mission, dude. We did a small card like 12 years ago, Chris and I, when I had Brighton over here with Chief Judge Brennan. You know, she got in trouble. Um, but I was smoking pot, as they said, no license. 28, my daughter, well, 27, my daughter was like a week old. Freaked out, got arrested. Went up in there, against my will, denied everything. <laughs> Sat in the jail cell. Well, at least you got the information no. now. Yeah, I'm talking too much, but uh, old days, UT, UCC one day, four seven. I'm gonna let you get it out. I'm letting, I'm letting you get it out. Sometimes motherfuckers just couldn't talk. I'm just letting you go. Go ahead, get it out. Well, here's the thing, man. I'm just so grateful for all the work that Chris has done over the years with, with Jonah and like everything. You guys stepped this up, man. I just got like spoon fed. The bottom thing, get the super injunction. So you can get a peace well, of mind, well, go out here in the world. Well, you need to go do. You're going. You need, you need to go do a. You need to go do a regular injunction in your state. Now I'm glad. You it, said it's that already. I'm, because I'm, because I'm while too, I got you on, I'm, hold on. But while I got you on, I'm gonna I'm gonna read something. And you in the I'm state right now in. where? Yeah. Now you're in the state right now where the president told you to to go liberate yourselves. Do you know what the word liberate means? No, I'm not like that, Joe. I'm a hermit. I don't go on record. Right. I ain't been on record. I'm definition to liberate for everybody. Liberate you do it. is not what we think it is. And, and thank you for calling, too, by the way. All right. Now, um, liberate is a writ which issues on land, tenements, and chattel property being returned under an extent on a statute, staple, or commanding the sheriff to deliver them to the plaintiff. By the extent and appraisement mentioned in the writ of extent, and in the sheriff's return there too. He's telling y'all to make the sheriffs come out in Michigan. He's telling y'all to go back to the Constitution. No, yo, like Chris, I know it, dude. Like you said, the public's coming back, dude. Everyone's pissed. Everyone's, uh, you know, following suit and law. The sheriffs are talking about, hey, I'd like to be reelected. I did take an oath. There's only so much I can abridge this duty of mine. This, this is spiritual. This is kind love, man. I mean, it's like, hey, I, no one wants to get, no one wants anything to get ugly, but I'm just saying, like, what, what's going on in the whole world, what's going on in our country and our states, but what's going on with us personally, this, this movement, like knowing who you are and learning about well, how, how the world well, works. That's, yeah, that's, that's what it comes back. That's, that's actually what it comes back down to. Is knowledge yourself. That's where we have with this. I mean, it ain't just this info. It's a lot of things, but this is a, a good foundation. Hey, I appreciate you calling, Joey, man. I'm going to keep it moving. Thank you, man. Thank Peace. you, bro. Peace to the God. 704-396. What up? You on the line. Seven zero four three nine six. Peace to the God. What up? What up? Peace to the God. 
I want to go back over the history, but that was a key point that I wanted to touch on. You just damn on that uh, that liberate. If you would have clarified that, they probably would have, you know what I'm saying, opened up to that or or seen the matrix for real, for real. But that's a writ. I really. Oh yeah. He told them to go do a writ. Yeah, he told them to go do a writ. So he told them go go do a writ. It's like a writ of error. Go do a writ. How <laughs> I many people really? Uh, that's why I said when I listen to the news and listen to, to these press conferences and shit, I listen to to the legal words that they use because the words they use they use syntax. Facts. Dialectic principles. Talk with. Excuse what, me. What, what, what the what, what the NSA white man talk with forked tongue? Huh? White man talk with a forked tongue. I couldn't even hear you. I'll say it again. I said the white man talks with a forked tongue. Oh, okay. That's the okay. Truth. Yeah. True well, indeed. And that's a, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I, listen, I, it, it, it's not a racist thing. It, what it is 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 saying that they they talk with magic. They they speak. Oh, they, yeah. they, they 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 talk in a way that would make you think that they're talking about some real normal shit. Oh yeah, everything sorcery. I mean, you think about it, cause like you were saying, like the Hebrews and the Jews, for instance. Like I'm 33 at the moment. Like you know, the same age Jesus died, but that's in the Gregor the Gregorian calendar. But if you go in the Bible, they even teach you what, so what calendar we was going by. He was 66. He like was 66 before when before he died. He was actually like 66 and a half. Because uh, see, I had the Hebrew calendar. Jonah, he would disagree with you. He would tell you that, uh, 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 not 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 Jesus, but Yahshua lived to be Yahshua. Yeshua, Yahshua. Yeah, you. I mean, the Hebrew calendar only got, got ten months. We got twelve months. So, according to the Bible, it say thirty-three. So, uh-huh. if you times it by two, that's why I say sixty-six. Well, but see, but see, I don't fi- see. See, the whole thing is you gotta remember though. Their numbers were also different back then too. The way they counted shit, shit was different. Sure, indeed. Like, like it doesn't directly translate like that. That's why I say we don't really, we really don't know. If we're gonna be just real about. It. We really don't know, but we can take some good stabs at, at how old he probably was. And and his fiction, who was his fiction? His fiction was his fiction is Jesus Christ. That's his Fourteenth Amendment fiction. It's really a commerce book, to be honest with you, because in in Genesis they didn't even really they didn't even really create nothing first. They negotiated the Elohim. The Elohim said, "Let's do this right here," and then after they said that, they went ahead and created it. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Like every creation. It depends on which te- it depends on which testament you listen. I mean, you read from too. Yeah. You know, it, you know, because uh, I mean, you, you got you got some deep books that people haven't even explored. You know, I'm not a Bible author by any by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I remember, you know, 
having to read the Bible. And I can tell you, man, that there's different information in that older text than it is in that in that New Testament text. Yeah, that's all I really touch on. I mean, Jesus, well, according to certain Catholics, I done heard about, say, that Jesus only was teaching Ezra and Nehemiah. And Ezra in the uh, Quran, he was Uzair. And basically, he was just telling mm-hmm. you to get out of the federal government and go back to the state government. Babylon, come out of yeah, come out don't of Babylon and to go to state. Jerusalem. Don't even go into the state. Don't even go into your own state. Remember, yeah, the Bible talks about trust, man. You, if you go through the Bible, it talks all about trust. It's, it deals with trust all the way through it. Trust in God. You should trust in the Lord. <clears throat> Who is the Lord? I read this before, man. Who is the Lord? Because only only a vassal is under a lord, so that would mean that you exactly. you got a lord. Nigga, I'm the, you the lord of your manor, so that would mean that you're the lord of your own trust. And I got a I got a important question I wanted to ask you on that, because no one is understanding that the trust goes by the state constitution. I mean the state laws, right? No, it's under the Uniform Trust Code. Yeah, it's under the UCC. That's God's law. Just like the, uh, the, the skit you played at the, the beginning. Well, I, yeah. yeah, but you're right. I didn't say the UCC, though. It's under the Uniform Trust Code. The UTC. Yeah, the Uniform Trust Code. Mm-hmm. Where they have which, to which? abide by the state, the state laws, right? That's not true. That's not true. What it is is that if you're private, if you're in the private and you have a private trust, your trust is ran by the, what's called the bylaws. The trust goes Indeed. by those laws. And then what happens is, is you let another jurisdiction know, hey, we're representing ourselves over here. We in trust, blah, blah, blah. So then what happens is, is they have to then respect the administration of your trust. And then if anything ever happens... You allow them to step in and look at your bylaws. All right, I got you on that one. I got you on that one. So tell me this, and this is all I'm going to ask you right here. I'm going to let you go to another color. How do we determine what signet ring are we supposed to have? I mean, because you was building on the quaternions, the quaternions, the... uh, What's the other ones you got? You got a lot of them, because, you know, we all ain't really the same. Oh uh, no, yeah, yeah, you got quadroon, quintaroon, um, quad, quad, so quadroon, quintaroon, quadroon, uh, octoroon, sakara, greasy. You got a few of them. Yeah, got, uh, like, uh, some uh, of us might be like. Uh huh. This is where you get the word sambo from. They call it the mango. <laughs> mm-hmm. With the big lips. Yeah, this is all real shit, man. You know, I mean, and it's like, and, and you know what's even crazier is that if you go back farther than that, um, before we started using blood types, what we would do is use cranial types, and niggas, the Egyptians would classify you as a certain type of Egyptian by the size of your head. Oh, for real? I didn't yeah. even know that. By your cranial size. Dang. But we got we, some you, you went, that's on us. 
you you wouldn't know like what type of signaling we we were, we were supposed to have. Like, okay, like, do all Jews have one specific signaling, or they just got them? It depends on what kind of Jew they are. <laughs> so what I'm trying to tell oh, okay. you is that this is what I'm trying to tell you. If you're a Muslim, right, um, you might be using the star, right, with the crescent moon. Um, you know, um, if you're in the of Islam, you might be using that. Um, but if you're a Jew, you might just be using a star. If if you are Egyptian, you might be using an eye and rock. You know, it, it depends on what what you're doing, right? I mean, I walk around with insignias on my neck. I ain't got all of them on my neck, but I got a couple of them on my neck. So yeah, you were supposed to wear it on a pinky ring, ring. and and yeah, well, on that neck. It. It's like the it's like the Yeah. Yeah, I keep smiling. You done, you done signed some contracts with you? It's a covenant. Hey, everything is a covenant. I have a covenant with mine. You done signed some contracts with you? I ain't signed shit. I just said I'm under a covenant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under a covenant. I'm under the creator's covenant. I got the I got the blessings from the ancestors in the creator. I'm under my covenant. My trust. My trust is private, um, but but it can be researched that of its existence in the public. You know that there is a real entity in the private. You know, and then and then here's the thing. My trust, right? Because because you because you technically are are the trust. You're the trust. Yeah. You know, you are. I mean, you know, it's, it's energy and labor. Everything comes from you. So you're basically the trust. So what you wear on your body, you can also put on a seal and put it into your paperwork if you choose to. That's up to you. Yeah, I just want to touch on that. I figure you know, we'll go back over some important stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get a uh, consultation is, with you. Is 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 a, is, a, is a good question. You know, just like the other brother was asking a monetary question. That also is, can can be slightly considered that because think about it. Anything that you that you rock on you man on your body man, people that's you. That's what people consider. So if you go somewhere, you represent the trust. You got trust property. You should have your sales on your shit. Facts. Super facts. Cherokee Nation. I'm gonna call in. Hi. I said when you see these tribes. Even though they're under the government, don't they? Right, right now, with, with their seal. Uh oh. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> is calling you back. Slow <laughs> break is over. Slow <laughs> break is over. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call. I'm, I'm about to get ready to uh, set up a uh, consultation with you. I got my. Okay, um, I just got a new phone because my other phone had got hacked. I got to hit up Jonah, too, because I got to get that consultation from him, too. But, yeah, I'm going to hit you up, though, man. Okay, God, you be good. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. What are you speaking about? Phones getting hacked. Listen, man, my phone definitely got hacked this year. Last year, this year. You, listen, you niggas ain't hacked my life. Fuck you. <laughs> Nigga, I, I, I know how to file a fraud report, nigga. 813-431, what up? Peace to the God, Joy. 
What's up? What's up, man? You down here? With, you down here enjoying that song down there, man? What's good? Hell yeah, man. Hot as a bitch down here, man. Yeah, ain't no virus oh, around this bitch. It's about 90 this day, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No doubt, man. So what's good? Welcome to yeah, the show. Yeah, man. Definitely, man. Appreciate it. Great show, man. You definitely been dropping some Thank shit, you, man. I've been trying to get my belligerent friends to pay attention. We, you know, we had an argument with a belligerent roommate the other day about the Constitution. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, somebody gonna sue this motherfucker and make him uplift this curfew. Then you know the next motherfucker day a bitch pushed the lawsuit and the sheriff and them, they had a beat real fast. They lift our curfew immediately. Damn. Bitch pushed that lawsuit. Oh, that they did. Because it is unconstitutional. Hell yeah. Separation of power. They was like, oh no. Sheriff came out like, oh Listen, yeah, to, be, to be honest, we really <laughs> could sue right now for this shit. For real. For real. But people don't know. People, you know, man, we letting shit. Listen, bro, this is the biggest wealth transfer happening while niggas are just sitting back at home. Nah, I'm trying to see how to get some of this this money, man, Joe. I'm trying to see stuff how to get something with business. I'm trying to be like rich, shit. I ain't trying to fuck with that straw man shit. Yeah, well, this is the time, man. This this is definitely the time, man. You know, they, they paying out right now. They're getting ready to come out with another yeah. stimulus package soon because they said the first one didn't reach everybody. You damn right. Yeah, it, all the, it definitely <laughs> did. Well, all the rich people had, they was already ready to push in them, man. The oh, they they go, they hit in them. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn. I was like, that shit went in a week, man. I was like, wow. Trickle, they, that's what they call an old trickle-down effect. <laughs> shit, trickle-down. Trickle-down to me. It's like you gotta be ready. It's like you gotta be ready with your paperwork, and everything. The moment they say go, you gotta be submitting. Can't be yeah. They have a very um, strategic process. And the funny thing is, is, most people don't know that there's other places that you can pull some of that money from and be in the private. You don't have to pull it as a as a loan. Even though if you read the terms of the loan that they're giving out, even if you have one employee, you ain't gotta get that money back. Yeah, yeah. I was reading a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but I the got nigga, down And that money went to the big corporations. Uh, they gave Ruth Chris $20 million. The niggas made 40 last year. They gave him 20 Yeah, I heard the steakhouse down here got like $20 million. Man, this big-ass steakhouse down here. Tampa, man. Uh-huh. They got like $20 million. I'm like, uh-huh. damn, a steakhouse? They made that much money? I mean, that bitch big yeah. and nice, but damn it. Well, uh, and, and just on. so you know, a small business is not is not your mom and pop's grocery store to them. Small business is a business that makes under fifteen million a year. Sure. And he got twenty. Come on, Joe. Damn, come on, Joe. Damn, my Actually, technically, it's under seven. But the fact that they're getting twenty million dollars on a small, they they just took they took advantage of the shit. That's all. I mean, to, you know, they're, to they're, they're playing a very public game. Definitely. I mean, I'm trying to play the game too, but to probably be, to probably be situated properly to, to access type of funds, some kind of funds, you have to do all the stuff that you guys taught on the webinar, correct? I mean, you have to set up properly as far as website and phone numbers and so forth. You yeah. Know. 
Yeah, yeah. All the stuff I taught on the business webinar. So, 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 and really, we need to do a. I need to do an updated tax exempt business webinar, right? Because a lot of the rules and shit have changed since then. Even the way that I set my businesses up now have changed. So we'll do an updated webinar at some point soon. Um, but if you have the basic information, you know your articles of association, uh, your EIN number, you know uh, yeah. your Don's number, your 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 DBA, then you can actually go into business and do business properly, and you can pull down some of that money, either as a grant or a loan. Your choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm to a public. They just can't get the bank right now to open up a bank account, man. Well, you got to call the bank and make an appointment with them. Yeah, this is okay. And here, here, question: When you when you, you when you utilizing your estate number, do you utilize it as a business credit or as a as a personal? I mean, how do you utilize so so so? That's a good question. I just had this conversation with somebody. That number is almost like a it's almost like a dual number because you go get you a done number with it, and you can use the done side of it as the business side, or you can just give them the regular EIN, and that will be considered the personal side. Okay, so the done number is capable of being used as a CPN. Yeah, the reason why I know is because I got. Two credit reports for that number. I got one under the Dunn's number for the Paydex score, and another one uh, under Credit Karma for the EIN. Okay. You see, so okay. it's a it's a it's a dual sided number. You just got to make sure you, that you operate it properly. Okay. Yeah. I just I, that I haven't utilized it yet because I was requesting because I got both of those numbers and I was quite sure how to utilize it and I didn't want to fuck it up because that's the only that's like hit me in the private man we can talk about it for sure bro I'll help you out yeah. oh, oh yeah I'm getting ready this week so I got a whole bunch of shit to get done man why they dragging me with my non-UCC and came back it's been about three weeks man I met my shit man I'm trying to wait on that to file my trust man man, man they gonna make you me wait yeah they gonna make me wait Oh man, come on, <laughs> come on! It's yeah, they're gonna take three days. That's what they do. It's gonna three take days seven, ten days to get back. Yeah, man, I'm like, that, wow, you, man. You know so the can, yeah, well, well, because what mm. it is is right now, you can, like, it's just kind of like some of these courts, man. Some of this shit you can only either make an appointment or you gotta mail it in. Yeah, I did. I mailed it in. I first mailed it, man. I paid the extra fifty to send it in, man. Still, yeah, man. man. You know how I many people mail the shit in right now? I'm like, damn, though, man. I just need the credentials. I need the credentials so I can get me a piece of a. I got a plug where I can get me a car, man. A move, man. So I need the credentials. Man, these, up, these man. things are so backed up. Um, you know, what is it that you're trying to get again? I'm just trying. DBA I need or something. Somebody. No, I need my, I need my little, I need my little, uh, driver license. Okay, I got to plug somebody. Nah, you need a driver license. <laughs> nah. Nigga, want, yeah. Nigga, want you what? Uh, Listen, bro, you need to get your foreign ID. I, I'm waiting on it. <laughs> I ain't got no card or nothing. 
Steven Fergal. It's a long story, too. This is a private conversation. This is a long, yeah. long here, here story. Yeah, just hit me <laughs> private, man. We'll see if we can work something out, help you out from that boy. Okay. Yeah, I'm waiting on that anyway, ID. But, just, I, man, you might even get your state move. ID, man. Get your state ID uh-uh. or something, man. You know, uh-huh. if, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's, uh, I, I, that's better than a driver's license. But well, I'm still, if it's, it, if it's, it's a non- it's suspended. It's suspended. I just don't want to go sign another contract. I just hold it on to it, you know, until my other yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I, trust me, I, I, I know what you mean. Now, here's the funny thing, is that they have this real ID act shit now. So the only real IDs, anyways, to me, are a passport. You know, a driver's license ain't even real identification. Well, well, see, child support still fucking with me about that debt, so I can't get that tribal ID. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what we got? Talk to me in the private man, because because there's a couple of things that you got some issues with that you need to deal with. Yeah, I do, man, for real. I told you I got a lot of shit. I talk to you, man. man you had some successes too, though. So we're gonna yeah, I did. Know, I we're gonna give praise to the successes amongst amongst the, the shit that ain't happened yet. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm still but, waiting on that lawsuit, so that that's pending. So. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm waiting on yeah, this. I know it's, so it's, it's large sums of money coming to you, bro. No Definitely, I'm thankful and grateful that large sums of money comes to us quickly, easily, and we are surrounded by perfect health, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank no you, doubt, bro. Still, no doubt, bro. No doubt, bro. Thank you, bro. Talk I appreciate you, man. man. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Peace. All right. So uh, we got a lot of people still sitting in, and we at the top of the hour. Uh, we're going to go into overtime a little bit. Uh, actually, we're at the middle of the hour. But the, uh got three minutes left on the live. So if you're in the chat and you want to tune in, go ahead and call in. This way you can continue to listen. All right, 253-476, you're on the line. Peace to the gods, Mr. Joy. Peace, brother. Peace to the gods. You're having a great show today. Just like all the shows that you have, they're all all great shows. I want to thank you for the four, for the four years that I've been learning from you. For the four years that I've been learning from Mr. Jonah, my life would not be the way that it is if I hadn't learned this information and met you guys. Thank you, bro. That's that, that that's that's very honorable for you to say that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll tell anybody that. I shot that out in the middle of the streets. I have a question I wanted to ask for a friend myself, and then I want to make a comment. I have a friend that lives in Wisconsin. He has already done his DBA. He gave the Internal Revenue Service notification. He did a trademark copyright of his name. He gave them a notification. And they're still trying to, well, not trying, they're still coming at him. Is that sounds yeah. like they, well, he, he, they, yeah, he's got, a, he's, got a, he's got an IRS problem, right? Right, right, and well, I will say, him I will say he's got a problem. That he, uh, they, they're making a claim that he has a problem. Yeah, they're, they're trying to levy him for taxes. Right, but so in yeah. other words, his DBA, his copyright, uh, it didn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem, and you have to remember this with the IRS. Number one, the IRS operates within their own trust out of Puerto Rico. So 
he he's he's operating as a U.S. citizen. He hasn't, and this is why we talked about foreign persons tonight, right? Protected persons. He's not right. protected under that. Uh, he hasn't done a formal oath of renunciation and come about right, the system right. formally. So because he hasn't, he's not considered a protected person, which means that he's not in trust, and he hasn't. And even even then, he, even if he hasn't done his nationality. He could be in trust and step to them as a trust and have more of an advantage of getting rid of the IRS. I thought so. So, so in other words, his, his issue in the middle, is a trust issue. Damn. Okay, so after he get his trust and everything done, he's going to give them notification. I think there's basically three different internal revenue services that he should notify so once he notifies them that he is in trust, the, the, the straw man is in trust, then they have no more jurisdiction over him then to come at him. Uh, yes and no. It de- listen, it, it largely depends on the type of trust. It also depends on whether he passes the control test and the court test, if he got a foreign trustee or not. There's a lot of factors there. And it also right, exactly. depends on... If he gives them some consideration as well, you know the IRS loves when you give them a little consideration. Okay, what's that mean? Consideration, money? Oh, yeah, money. Dollar dollar <laughs> bills, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they love when you give them a little consideration. I'm just being for real. And, consi- and consideration it could be, it, you know, it, it, it could be um, in the form of. A discharge. It could be in the form of a court and satisfaction. It could be gold and silver. It could be Federal Reserve notes. Well, one of the things that I noticed when you do a discharge with them, they don't never stop coming at you. A friend of mine brought it to my attention. When you do a discharge, they know you know how to do discharge, so they want you to send them more money orders so that they can monetize them. I found that out. <laughs> <laughs> now that's true. That, that is true because I know somebody who 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 had that experience, um, and what they did was they they wrote them they wrote them back and was, and was like, so what you want us to do with this thing? And and they they were so happy to have that because it's an instrument. They're like, are you gonna give us an instrument? Shit. And we can securitize it. They securitize that thing so quick. Get somebody yes, to monetize I it. I know. And then they keep it. They don't send it back. And then they keep, come at you again for the same damn amount. Yeah. So so that that's the reason why if you're going to do it, you have to do it from, from a trust. And you have to let them know that this is trust property. And you have to make it where they can't monetize it. You have to restrict the endorsement. That's what they call it. It's a oh, restrictive shit. endorsement. I didn't know that. How, how do you, how do you re- restrict the, uh, the, the endorsement? Oh, okay. Well, oh, wait a minute. Endorse- I do know how to do that. Oh, I do. Okay, so Jonah said that okay. the way you restrict endorsement is that you have to put on there that this instrument is for the alleviation of this debt only. Is that the kind of restriction you're talking about? Uh, that's one way. Um, you know, a restricted endorsement is, is, is done by the, the bearer of the instrument. So... Uh-huh. You know, it could be your signature. It could be whatever you put in the memo section. It it could be without recourse. It could be whatever it is. Oh, that's right. Okay, you know, without recourse. You need right, to go okay. read the bank officers. Yeah, go read the bank officers' handbook, 
it tells Bank you, Office it, handbook. It, okay. it's, it, yeah, it's a handbook specifically done for bankers, and, and 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 that's the reason why they teach bankers how to do restrictive endorsements and how to look out for them. So when niggas like me and you come around trying to do a quarter satisfaction, <laughs> they, so if they if they are astute enough, they know your gap. Right. Bank officer's handbook. That sounds good. I'm gonna do that. Okay. Does this? I want to run this defini- this heading by you and see how how this sounds. Uh, affidavit of injunction for right to travel. Does that heading sound okay to you? Just call it an injunction. An so it doesn't need. Your, to, no, no. Are you doing an injunction, or are you trying to do an affidavit? No, no. It's a, well. I thought that you know that heading would be okay. That's why I wanted to run it by you first before I let them do it. Affidavit. Yeah, of but injunction are you doing? For, well, well, are you doing an injunction? Right, an injunction for right to travel. <sighs> so you know, oh, I see. What the, the, the funny thing is, is that it doesn't need to be titled that. It's, oh, a, okay. it's a All it's right. a it's a notice. It is a notice. You give a okay. notice. It's an right. injunction. You're right. You're giving them notice. Exactly. Most definitely. That sounds great. And I want to make a comment. You know, after being your students for four years here, and you just finished talking today, it just dawned on me. This is the most diabolical shit in the planet, in this universe that is going on with these people, the way they have stolen our name, our property. Person's name is his property. They got so many frauds and misconceptions going on for the public, stealing our, our energy, because the Federal Reserve knows ain't money. This is the most diabolical shit that's going on in this. This has to be the only up. universe that this is going on in. It's it's pretty it's pretty fucked up. Now, the funny thing is is that since we know we ain't the only uh intelligent life forms out there, there's there's life there's life forms who are, who have infinite intelligence when it when it compares to us, right? You would uh-huh. think that, you know, on this planet this is a slave planet. No doubt about it. You can look yeah. at, just look around. There's there Slavery is mental. It's physical. Just being in this body is, 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 to be very honest, being in these fucking things that we call bodies is fucking disgusting. Yeah. And this government, so-called government, uh, which ain't no government, they're a corporation. They're probating our estate. They're pro- they stole our, 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 our names and turned it into property. I mean, what, they're trading our brothers and sisters in the jail like cattle, appearance bonds, yeah, uh, yeah, performance yeah. bond, payment bond, bid, bid bond. Yeah, oh yeah. I, listen, I just found I, out, I, you know, for years, for years, niggas would say, oh, I got a bid, a 10-year bid, and don't know that there's a 10-year bond on their head. This is some crazy shit. Ain't it, though? Yeah, you know, I really think that we have people like you and Jonah that's teaching the people where the hell we at, this shit that we're in here. But some of the people are not ready to wake up yet. But I can say that all of the people that come on the shows, they're they're ready. Well, 
the thing is, is I, I think that um, it takes a village. To be honest with you, I mean, you know, one person can disseminate information out to the public, but then it take uh, take the public to go out and give it to the people who didn't hear it. Yeah, this is this is this, you know I, I try not to well I have to think about it but I try not to think about it. This is some crazy diabolical shit that they got us all twisted up in. They have taken our property, placed it in a trust, and didn't tell us about it. Or land and everything else. And it's not that they didn't tell yeah. you because they write congressional records. So they some of my friends, <laughs> some of my friends didn't realize their own house. Some of my friends that own homes, I tell them, I say, okay, go look at your deed. And, okay, I say, does it make any sense for your deed to say that you are a tenant? I said, don't don't you think it should say you are the owner? It, mm-hmm. That cannot, that, mm-hmm. for some reason, that goes over their <laughs> head. Well, here's the thing that you got to remember, especially on those deeds, right? Those deeds... Are like land, are like they're almost like patents to land, right? right. And you giving away you giving away your your patents to your land, right? Right. By the simple stroke of a pen, that's what, that's really right. what it comes down to. Okay, what about here in Washington State? Our Constitution says all property, all it says all land all is a lodeo. It's a lodeo. So that it's means that whoever want to go to court and get their property in, turned into a lawyer, mm-hmm. they can do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, that's what I thought. I thought that. Okay, but it's a good. probate issue. And it's a trust issue. Okay, so when you mean probate, that means that all of the property is already in a trust, is what you're saying. Everything is in trust around you. Everything you see is in trust. Oh shit! I see where you're going with that. Everything you see, I see. I see where you're going with that. So, in other words, if somebody bought a property, bought a home, paid it off, and they got gave them the deed, and the deed said that you're the tenant, and then you go to the court to, to fight it, that means that somebody else has a uh, have a claim Who's, on the property. Right? Whose trust was it in? That's the question you should be asking yourself. When you go down to the county and you and you move the deed over, who uh-huh. who who's hold who's holding the deed? Oh shit! I see what you're saying. It's the county land trust, and then they turn around and charge you what every year? What they charge you every year? Come on, I know you. I know. see what you're saying. That that that. And then the property taxes is the trust fee. You said it earlier. We you never stop uncovering stuff and I see this. I notice that every time I come on the show with you, you keep uncovering, uncovering it's more layers to all of this shit than and then I don't know what to say. Well, the ancestors be working through me. I, I'm a real vessel for this information. I ain't bullshitting you. I know. I know. I used to do my shows. I used to do my shows so high on weed that I thought I was tripping out when this information was slow. Right. Now I can tell you from from the other side 
nigga, this information just flows. Some, sometimes you just a vessel, and you, and you receive shit. Uh-huh. And sometimes you, you know it's it's like really ordained, you know. Like anybody who's on this call right now, you're on this call because you're supposed to be. Right, right. You exactly. get information because you're supposed to be getting information because it resonates with you in some type of way. You see, it's not about me. I'm just a vessel. Right. I came here to do a, to do a specific job to wake a certain amount of niggas up and, and complete some shit personally that I want to do and get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, you're doing a damn good job. You're doing a damn good job. Yeah, really. Well, I don't want to hold your line. Let somebody else come on. And I just want to say thank you for I everything you, and peace to the gods. All right, peace to the gods. Hey, man, this information is that powerful. Well, our topic tonight was protected persons. So if you didn't um, get a chance to listen to the whole show, go back into the archives on the blog talk or on podcast. All of these shows go to podcast. Any of our old shows are on the SoundCloud. Seven two zero two two seven. What up? Peace to the motherfucking God. Peace to the God. Yo, Joey. Uh, man, it's been a while, man. I've been running around doing a lot of shit. Mm, I'm glad you. This. I'm glad you called too. Good to <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I had to. Uh, I ran down there in Fulton County, put my shit in. You know, um, I'm glad you got my birthday done. weekend last we, month. We, we can get some things done for you. Mm, indeed, indeed. I told you, man, I ain't playing around with the shit, man. I got my, uh, I got my trustee, one of my cousins, on my, on my father's side, blood. So we good, man. Well, now, though, well, my thing is this: I know I can't ask a bunch of questions about it, you know, because we're gonna do that webinar in a couple of days. But uh, about a week or so, week and a half. But I, I kind of rushed a little bit. Not really rushed, but I guess the the way I did it was a new way that he had come up with for people that don't know anything about this shit. You know, so that's what I was told. I guess with the template that I actually filed, it didn't come from the webinars, the initial webinars. There was some new shit that he had. So. My thing, my question is, do I still got to do the non-UCC? Yes. You know, yes, after, you do. Okay. Yeah. okay. No, it's, that's still, I want you to think about this, right? When the brother taught that, he was teaching yes. you that from a perspective where own nothing, control everything. So you're putting the control of that strawberry back into your property, but how can you do that? If you have right, yes, up you actually have to convey it. Convey the property. Now, yeah. there's a couple Supreme Court cases on in, on probate and some state uh, cases that I read that say that you don't have to um, convey the property all the way over if you had the intention of doing it by setting up a trust. Right, so right, that. right. Man, the but, trust is so beautiful. Lie, I've been reading so all that language, man. Yeah, but you just gotta be specific. So why yeah, not do the yeah. nine? You see, you know. No, we gonna do that shit, man. Yeah, we gotta do our due diligence. Mhm. Yeah, because it's like he can create a trust just by the intention, just by saying that I, the more am giving this polo, this red polo hat to the bay, so he can hold it for yeah. Mr. Ali. That's the trust. 
Just yeah, because that's, of that intention. Yeah, because because it's been expressed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's an expression hmm. of it. Yeah, honestly, more that's that's really the only question I have because I've been I've been waiting a month. You don't see like, yeah. damn, okay, <laughs> what should I? You know what I'm saying? Well, now that you set yeah, up, that's gonna be done properly. That's dope. You know, there's there's a, there's a lot more that you can do. Such as, oh, I mean, it's just in Georgia alone. You can do you can start doing your securities. Uh, you know, see, I had to. I had to bring this shit back to my state, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not actually in Georgia. I know. You're in, you're in Illinois, right? Yeah, I'm in St. Clair County, man, right across that water. Yeah. Damn, well, that's okay. Yeah, you're so right. Now, you're right. Now you can take that trust and, and, and register it there as well. Yeah, I'm waiting on it. Don't come on the Express me. Trust in Illinois. It, it, you know, <sighs> Illinois is a. Is a constitutional state, just like Missouri. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking and um, I'm seeing that I got to file it in a court of. Well, Jonah told me since it's already registered in Fulton County, just put it in the miscellaneous in my county over here. You can I still got to do my DBA, but I I would also so so in addition to that, you need to read up on the Express Trust Code there. So you can properly set up uh, an express trust there as well. Have more than one, man. Hmm. You know how to do it now. I mean, my thing is, is right. Everybody, everybody has, has been trying to get the trust done, but now, but now that you have that done, right? If you if you didn't get it done in your state, you need to go back and do it in your state. You you a student, man. You need to do. It. <laughs> You're right, man. You're right. We're gonna do this shit, man. Damn. So I could have. So basically, if I file this one, if I re-register this one, and do the DBA in my county, if I do another trust, it'll be two different trusts, or I can it'll do be another two trust different trusts. Same, yeah, or, or you could, Well, well, you can. What you can do is you can file the same declaration on the record there, and it just creates the situs and lets them know that there's a trust. So the decided is on the record. So now right. they have right. a now, record of there being a trust for administrative purposes. Well, That's all this shit. Right. That was what I was that was what I was gonna do anyway. I'm just waiting on them documents to come back. Hmm. That's okay. all that's about. Yeah, man, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, man. I'm I'm just glad to be in this mode in this realm right now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we all are. We here, so you know. I mean, and we 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 way overtime tonight. I, we listen. Let, <laughs> you know, I I gotta give it up. You know, to the people who who's hanging out with us on this uh, particular night, because you know this information is so powerful, man. Where if you just if you get it, you really get it. Like it can really help your life. If not, <laughs> nigga, it can hurt you. I've seen, seen both sides of the fence. Yep. I appreciate you, though, bro. Let's keep it moving. Man, indeed, more. Indeed. Until next time. Uh, all right. Peace, God. Peace. 443 What up? What's up, Jody? 
Hear me? To the God. There we go. How you doing? I'm all right. How you Hear doing, me? bro? Yeah. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Life is wonderful. Good, Good to be alive at this time. Absolutely. Even though some people might not think, might not think so. Listen, hey, man, it's a hell of a time about? to be alive. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. This is the old guy that met you down at the seminar. I think yes, I gave you a call a couple of days ago. Yeah, I'm uh, waiting. To, you know, I'm still waiting to hear from Shaka too, man. So I can get back with you. I'm waiting on Shaka, man. And once I once I speak to him and figure out what's going on with that situation, I I'll be getting back to you on that too. I ain't forgot about you. I really appreciate. It. Okay, yeah, I really appreciate that. And uh, one of the things I want to thank you and Joan about. I've been doing some of this stuff ever since '92, but it never could get the pieces together. And, until the light, until we lost some property, and then we come upon the two of you, and I really appreciate the information that y'all been passing out. And you know, oh yeah, absolutely. This I, I, hope get, you, I, I hope you're still helping that sister uh, that we that we spoke to, because I know she was leery. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she she got some lots of stuff she needs to take care of. But right now, it's, it's it's her children that she got to convince. Mm-hmm. Because uh, well, it's a hell of a time involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, at, at this stage of my game, I just I try I let my son do all the work. You know, because I'm at that stage. You know, I'm 77, so you know I'm still trying to hang man, in. Man, wait, man, man, you kicking though? You still you still moving, man, moving and shaking. So I ain't mad at you. I'm still. Oh man, I still. Like I just said, life is absolutely wonderful. People can say what they want, but the vibe. I don't use a cuss so much, but the hell with all that, man. I'm going to do my life the way it's supposed to be done. Hey, man. I, you you yeah. know, you're an elder. You're an elder. I, I got a lot of respect for you, brother. I appreciate you, you know, you taking the time to, to even absorb this information. Yep, yep. And I would like the, all these young gentlemen that's been on the phone tonight, take this information and run with it. We need it. We need y'all. We need y'all to spread the information. These young folks need to understand that this is very important. Life, you know, things have been taken away from this time that we take this shit back and do the proper thing. It is time. We've been, I agree. Thank we've you, been bro. Blind, blindfolded. We have been blindfolded. We have been blindfolded. It's time to take these blinders off and understand. And these young folks had, uh, you know, I'm an old school teacher. I, I taught math back in the day. And one of the things, as you were saying, that they talk with fork tongue and try to keep us down. Mm-hmm. I had to leave. I had to leave it's the true. teach profession because I couldn't teach that way. I oh, I know. I, listen, I used, to, I used to teach math. I I know exactly what you mean. You're 100 percent right. Yeah. I mean, they even tell yeah. you what to teach. That's that, that's the crazy part. That was the they crazy tell you what part. to teach and how to teach it. Here's the yeah. curriculum. You can't teach if it ain't about this. You can't teach it. 
Who's writing Those the are the curriculum? exact words of, of my supervisor told me. I think this was in 1968. He told me, you cannot teach, especially to these black kids, that information. I, man, I said, what the hell are you trying to tell me? Listen, but anyway, man, they, have, they have an Afrocentric school here. They opened up and they made the kids say hoteps to each other. So I, I got, you know, I went to go visit the school one day and was doing some volunteer work. Uh, and the kids come up to you, they say hotep and shit. But in the classrooms, they're still teaching them white colonial shit because the curriculum <laughs> doesn't allow that. Yeah. We can teach Matter you how to say hotep. We can't you. teach you who your ancestors was. That they'll fire you real quick if you give them the right if you can give them the right information. Yeah, they they're not giving the right information. About hotel. Yeah, they listen, they won't teach the kids about hotel, but they'll teach them to say it. Come on now. How backwards right. is that? Right. That is you know, terribly bad. Yeah, man. That is terribly bad. Yeah, man. And, yeah. and, and <laughs> one of the one of the main things, if we would just these young folk, when I say young folk, anywhere from five to fifteen years old. Those are the ones we got to start teaching this information to as soon and get them to understand it. If we can't get those young folks to understand it, then we got a problem. You know what I mean, I agree because this you, information you, you very, it, it, it falls on it falls on deaf ears. Right, right. Uh, my son was on here. I guess he must have fallen asleep. <laughs> so, but. <laughs> Tell him about that piece. Oh, great, great, man. Great. You had something you had to say. What's up, brother? Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods, man. I, Welcome to the I was show. just, uh, thank you. I, I was in, uh, enjoying the whole discussion. And um, I think the things that you brought up today, um, Dad and I were discussing because I told him we, we really need to focus in on what is our law going to be. Because I think we had that conversation uh, last week, and so I think what you talked about uh, the protected people or the protected persons um, that really struck a chord. So that's 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 like right in line where we need to be. Um, and I guess the other uh, the question I have, because uh, I heard the uh, brother was talking about having his trust and everything set up, but it didn't sound like he had the non UCC set up already. Or, or in place, isn't that uh, an important step that we need to do, or 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 that timing of it doesn't really make a difference as long as it's done? It's a very important step. You know, the funny thing is, is that now with everything that we've done, right? I've seen a lot of people who say, "Well, can I do it before I do the trust, or do I need to do it after I do the trust?" Well, I know some people who did a trust and then went and did it. As long as you get it done, I think that's what matters. Okay. Okay. So, so if, yeah, if we want to go for an um, operation here, some people need that. I would say go and get your non UCC done, file it on the county, and then go get that trust done and file it into the trust. Mhm. Right. Yeah. So um, that was the other thing. So we just trying to get everything prepared so as soon as they, we can walk through a door or get something done. We'll be right on it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, uh, the thing is, is, unfortunately, right now we can't get into a lot of these courts, so a lot of things can't get done like we need them to. But you can still get some shit done. Mm-hmm. You can send stuff okay. in still. 
Um, you know, some, you can make appointments in some places, but we all dealing with. Trust me, when I tell you, we all dealing with the same shit. Yeah, we yeah. in Maryland, so Maryland yeah. is pretty tough. They, 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 I went there. They kept me for five hours and, and still wouldn't come through with information, <laughs> telling me wasn't available. And we know that's that, the right yeah. place to go. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah. I have a lot of trouble in Maryland, especially with the trust, man. So, um, and it's not just y'all. A lot of people that I've been talking to for whatever reason. So, if y'all need some help, man, with the trust, man, just set up a trust consultation, man. I'll be happy to help y'all out. Okay, yeah, that's like a, I, I know I've he- heard some people talking. Um, it still sounds like they're trying to go with this express business trust, but it. But that ain't that ain't where it's it at. is and not. That, and, that is uh, not it. It is not a business trust. No. Um, people, and people, I, I, people. I heard see, um, that's the okie doke. <laughs> yeah, keep saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in Maryland, stay out of Title Twelve. It ain't there. That's not where it's at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's, uh, that, that's a trap. That's a trap. It, definitely. Um, and. I think in our code, um, it, it's it's like a couple of phrases that tells you that you can you can govern yourself outside of them, but but it's so convoluted in that uh, it's in it's in Title fourteen, I think it's fourteen point five, but that's what it deals with um, what we're talking about. But it's just like one line right in the middle of all of that stuff. Yeah, because and it's it so private, you, they don't even want to really talk about it like that. They really don't. They want don't to want to talk it. about it. Exactly. I'm just like, yeah, because when I found it, I was like, okay, this is it. That's that's that's, that's it right there. Yes. But it, yeah, they really um, don't want to touch on that. Yeah, it's it's definitely buried it, but it's there. That that was the thing. Um, and uh, I heard a sister talking on your show one week. Had me look at Florida's um, code. It's there too. So you just gotta, we just yeah, gotta be a, a little more. It, 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 it is. Listen, it's there in the code. It's just it's a little hit, a little bit hit. Like in in Florida, they gotta go it to the division of of, of uh, corporations. I think it is right. Uh, some places mm-hmm. it's with the governor, like California. It's with the governor. It's with the governor's wow. office because they, that's where they do proclamations. And then the governor mm-hmm. has the duty there to let the probate know, right? Like people, people are not reading, and, and so that's what it is. You know, we're doing that lazy read. You got to really get into these into these actual chapters, man. They in there. Yeah, it's it's some, it's some tough reading. Sometimes you got to read it like five, six times before you see uh, start to see what you want to uh, what you're looking for. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly like right. But, but the information is, is definitely there, though. Yeah, absolutely. They, they hide me because they got a vested oh. interest in hiding. The real that's the real coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> something else that you would. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's the real coronavirus. Infected. Yeah, I was gonna say we infected by that joint too. That ain't no lie. Oh my god, you ain't never lie. <laughs> You ain't never lie. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, man. All right, hey, I appreciate you, bro. Well, brother, I will yield the floor. Man. Yeah, appreciate you too, Thank man. You, bro. I right. appreciate you. Hey, peace, peace, like, peace, man. Okay, no doubt. All peace, peace. All right, we're gonna um, we got a few more people on the line, man. So 
We'll take y'all call. We're going to take a real quick break, and we'll come right back and take these last couple calls. You sit right here on the bottom line, the New Evolution Radio Network. We'll be right back. Yeah. Y'all know what this is. We back at it. Come on. It's that 9-11 music right here, man. We in the building, man. Welcome to Ground Zero, everybody. Joel Santana. Dipset. Yo, yo. I speak pain. I spit power. Talk courage. Breathe flowers. Follow me through the debris of these towers. The rain, the sleep, the street showers. Don't get caught up when the street showers. When the guns rain, the clips pour. The soldiers grip force and begin war, come on. It's Santana the Great. Tie him up, bandana his face, hammer his face, fuck up. I'm trying to get my act together. In the booth now, trying to get my rap together, you know. I got the fire to heat the street up. Abuse the track and beat the beat up, you know. You already know what I'm about, homie. I'm young, I'm focused, I'm just coming out, homie. You could go by what you hear through word of mouth, homie. Or step out of line, cams are in the house, homie. No, I ain't stopping yet. No, my album ain't done, it ain't dropping yet. I'm in the midst of a bidding war. And we need two mil or more just to move in the door, shit. Yes, the boys are back at it. Come holler at us, the boys are back at it. So line them up, shoot them down. Do it now, welcome to ground zero. Tell them it's ground zero. Line them up, shoot them down. Do it now, welcome to ground zero. Tell them it's ground zero. Yes, the boys are back at it. Come holler at us, the boys are back at it. You, I'm the man, right? Well, listen to lover, when I beat Visions of gutter, kids clapping, kidnapping. Heard of missing a brother, I'm hitting your sister, you kissing your mother. This shit is disgusting. Underground with people, lethal, trapped in the desert, surrounded by eagles. Yeah, I see your bitches impressed, my kicks is on fresh. This shit on my chest by Mitchell and Ness. Gotta open, hoping she's not. I have a crack in her tits, coke in her twat. Have a crack up the strip. Coke up the block, she get cracked up and hit, keep soap in your sock, mommy. My girls lay up in sweets, I have a cake a week and masturbate like sweets. Killer, I be popping them Uzis, copping them coochies, eyes on the drop, real droopy. Mary Snoopy, look at your hoopie, rocking the rubies, hopping the hoochie, popping the coochies. Chill while I'm chasing millions, I'm a baller that'll murk you like Jason Williams. Don't play with villains, vacate the building, or the apes are coming rape your children. Yeah, it's a kilo to a milligram. I'm still the man, words to kill a can. Yes, the boys are back at it. Come holler at us, the boys are back at it. So line them up, shoot them down. Do it now, welcome to ground zero. Tell them it's ground zero. Line them up, shoot them down. Do it now, welcome to ground zero. Tell them it's ground zero. Yes. The boys are back at it. Come holler at us. The boys are back at it. To all my cards and crooks. Slash that to all my pawns and rooks for all the charms they took. To my head of security, British the Titan, clicking the fifth and gripping it tight. God damn it. Not to mention my bishop and knights are listening, bricks to the white, making crucial trips through the night. And Prince Duels, I told you ever since Duels, if them faggots even flinch Duels, my dog's gonna eat them alive. 44's depleting, deleting they lives. Come on. 
And killer while he's leading the movement yeah. For real, we wouldn't be in this movement Over him, I might kill ya, kill ya. Being attuned to the face of my time, lawyer on side, outside spoiler on ride, system bumping, bumping, oh boy in the ride, oh boy, I didn't slide, shit. He done came, got his boy, it's a shame that his boy had a flame at a boy over the name we employ, which is none other than dipset for your dumb motherfuckers. Yes, the boys are back at it, come holler at us, the boys are back at it, so line them up, shoot them down. Harlem, Woo. how well the whole Taliban dipset, T-Money, Luca, Profi. Alright, 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 we back. We're gonna uh, take this last couple cards before we get out of here. Shit right here on the bottom line. Let's go to uh, 407-668, what up? Peace to the God, Joey Bounce, peace to the God, man. What up, peace to the God, welcome to the show. Yo, you having a wonderful, magnificent show, bro. <laughs> like, Thank you, I'm just, I'm, I'm just blown away, man. You got me into the trust code. Going back into the trust code as you read it, man. You got to get into the very, trust code, man. Oh, my God. I live in this damn trust code. But it's interesting, uh, real quick, in my state, how I said that, you know, you just mentioned my state about going to the secretary and shit, and we were just having that conversation, me and another brother, about the correlation between the county and the state. You got what I'm saying? But I'm not going to go yeah. into all that. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? You know, it goes deep, though, because, I mean, even with the county and the state, you know, even even the municipalities and the city. Mm-hmm. 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 It gets very interesting, but it's all in the codes, man. You just got to know what you're looking at and know what you're reading. You know what I mean? Um, That's right. That's not, right. It was, you know, you're just having a wonderful show, man. I really didn't have much. I was just tuning in, tapping in. No doubt. I appreciate the, you, man. Just Thank you for staying on point with the show. For sure, Joey. Always, man. Y'all helped me so much, man. We're going to get this damn trust cracking like crazy, man. We got the seals. We got all Absolutely. that stuff cracking, man. Oh, my God. We're so great. Absolutely. Yeah, bring on that that was ill that you brought up the seals because I had made that and put that on some of my, that's going to be some of my seals for my paperwork with those stars and the seals we're supposed exactly. to be using for our magic. That's what I say, man. For I sure. keep my seals, man. Make sure you put them on your body, you put them on your neck, you know, you, you, you make mm-hmm. actual clamps and you can, you know, you got to do your seals in a lot of different ways, man. Sometimes you put oh, your yeah. seal on the fly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know what I was talking I about? I got those today, too, man. They just want to get their flags made, you know, for your trust. I, I, I definitely want to do that because I was thinking about the other day. You know how when we go to the Library of Congress and we get the certified copies, they always put, I mentioned to a brother, they always put a red ribbon on it, don't they? Yes, they do. I said, why they put a red ribbon on it well, all well, the time? They put a red ribbon on it after they stemmed it. Yep, yep. That's what they do. And I just noticed the red ribbon. So I was like, man, I want to put 
some of the same things on our paperwork with the seals and some of the flags or the ribbons. So, it, you know, it's just coming from, it's coming directly from the God. Like, you know, it's how we represent our paperwork. It's how we move. You know so, what I mean? That's how so, I feel. So let me read something for you, right? Because this, this may help clear mm-hmm. this up, right? Okay. It's called, remember I, I've always talked about the consular. Right. The consular. consular right. Even with mm-hmm. the passport, it's a consular um, authority. So they have something mm-hmm. called consularization, right? Consularization, international law, is the act of authenticating any legal document by a consul office, okay, by the consul signing and affixing a red ribbon to the document. International trade shipments often require consular invoices and other documents that need to be consularized that include travel documents, right, and letters of credit and powers of attorney. So when they give you document from from the archives department and it's got a red ribbon on it, it's it's almost seen like a letter of credit. Mm. That makes sense, Jay. Because it has full power to be used in every jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah. Now, 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 somebody might say, now, see, exactly. Because somebody will say, well, how's that letter of credit? Because it has full faith and credit that you it can use. It has full faith and credit. Yeah. 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 That's facts. And I could, I, I already did it in my court with the Constitution. And it moved the court. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that is fact. Exactly. <laughs> that yeah, is man. the fact. That is like, fact. Man, I mean, it's, it's really powerful, man. You know, because they, um, if you if you look at how they do government, no would do our leaders did that they would be in power long enough for us to learn how to do government ourselves. Mhm, mhm. And we learn. We Johnny to trust the government. Yep. Yep. And I was talking about how they, it seemed like, you know, to the belligerent, it seemed like they're doing us dirty. Oh, they got us. They're doing this. They're evil. They're actually following no. the law. No, they and, follow the law that your ancestors laid for them to follow. And what they did yeah. was take it and they and they, they learned how to flip shit on their side. They was like, okay, well, we'll follow the law, but we'll create our own codes that everybody who's within our shit has to follow. Mm-hmm. It's like they mirrored it in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They took it and then they 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 put a, a one two on it for their own self. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they did the puppy remix like Jonas said, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they certainly did. But the principles or the structure is what we need to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How to exactly. put it together for exactly ourselves. Right. And that's what we need that's to study. Exactly right. you know? Yeah, the structure is everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Structure is what that's good, Mm-hmm. 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 You know what? I want to ask you a question real quick, Joey. Say you have uh, an elder in your family, right? Because you were talking about how it would be theft to to try to put people in the trust. And it's funny you said that because there was some, some brothers, some Moorish brothers back in the day when I first got into this. Trying to do some slick shit like that. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. funny, and it's, it's one of them got shit, up, but, which is funny. Yeah, but if you do it, Crazy. if you do it with, with the person's permission, you know, and they come up under your protection, 
or the protection mm-hmm. of that trust. That's different. That's different. Remember yeah, that the, the the code says that ten people can be protected under un, under a person who's a more. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Are you still Joey doing the um the nationality joint for the um um the the um shit? What do you call it? When you found in the ancestry and shit? What were you was calling yeah. that? Yeah, the genealogy. Yeah, if you need a genealogy packet done, yeah, you can still holler at me. Those packets are available okay. on the site. They're three. They're three hundred. Um, for the genealogy, okay, sure. I'll go. I'll go through and, and do your your family genealogy and show you how to. Uh, actually, I, what I'll do is, is you know, we, we do a consultation, but I normally will give you everything that you need. Um, you know, if you want to go do your family's probate process for the so-called forty acres and a mule that's available. That, that that land is really still available, but it has to be taken down in probate through a genealogy process. Mm, so you gotta prove who's That's who. why that process is so important. You need to put that into your trust. See, and that's why I brought it up. It just came to me just now because we're dealing with nationality, and I want to do my my declaration, but I want to be so accurate. You know, you want to be on point for your ancestors. You want to, you know, you're more, but. We moors from all over this this con this this area. You yeah, know what we're saying? From, that's what that, yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly right. We from all over. I got ancestors who live on every part of this country. Right? Mm-hmm. Um so mm-hmm. and we've migrated and, and so, you know, it has yet to remember. You had you had Aquinas, mm-hmm. you had Iroquois, mm-hmm. you had Lenape, and we had all these mm-hmm. different types of people. Aquinas spoke a language called Aquinas language. But those mm-hmm. were Muslim languages mixed up within one another. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very important to go back and do that research. Like, you know, I went back and did um, a couple people in my family recently um, who who I didn't even know. They had Cherokee. Yeah, man. You know, I wasn't that's even aware that. of that side. See? But those that's Cherokee so came man. from Aboriginal peoples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were just misnomers. You know, they were just misnomers as Cherokee. <laughs> I saw in my state that they held the records. They still have the records in the county records, uh, Joey, from 1843 till now. I just want to repeat that. For yeah. That's on yeah. their website. Yeah, the county, the county records. They know everything. They know, like Jonah said, they know who you are, and they know everything already. They got all the records. Damn, son. I I happen (laughs) to believe, you know, part of the, you know, the whole corona thing, man, is they they really want you social distancing because they don't want you niggas getting close enough to spread your news over trust. If everybody Mm -hmm. goes into their own trust tier, that will collapse their system. It's over. It's over. That's why it is about what we're doing. I don't want to hear what nobody got to say because what everything else don't make no importance to the land or in trust. It's just all mm-hmm. a bunch of straw man shit that y'all talking, but what we talking is actually going to make physical change, spiritual change and some old shit. You know what I mean? That's but right. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, and the change, yeah. the change does start with your, with, with your spirit first, so... Mhm, mhm, mhm. I understand. Peace, Joey. It's always wonderful. Hey, peace, God. Thank you, brother.
Peace to God. Thank you. Peace to God. Yeah. I said we wasn't going to do it, but we did it in overtime. Uh, let's, let's take a couple more. 313-737. You're on the line. Pure energy from the D, Joey. What's up, man? Peace to the God. Long time no here. Peace to the God, bro. Oh, I'm always in class. Uh, magnificent show as usual. I was just wanted to ask you a question. Have you ever read the United Statutes against uh, concerning rules against perpetuity? Perpetuity meaning um, uh, LLC. Perpetuity meaning well, I have not read them, but that's why I'm asking. When we say perpetual, time limit. What, what are we talking about? Perpetual, mm-hmm. perpetuality as in a time limit. Per, you know, like perpetuality. No, I, I I have not read those rules. Um, I I know exactly what you mean when you say perpetuality, though. So tell me something I don't know. Okay, United I'm, Statutes mm-hmm. concerning the rules against perpetuity was a um some shit put in place. In the 60s, to limit how long a trust could be active. Oh, 25 years. In any, yeah, yeah, in any particular yeah, state, years. right? That's right. That's right. right. 25 years. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, for instance, in 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 Michigan, um, con- when the rules against perpetuity were in effect, and actually, in Michigan, uh, they they did away with it. In 2008, June 3rd, actually. Okay. Now, okay. Now, instead of a trust lasting for 90 years in Michigan, okay, it now can last up to 360 years without incurring a gift tax or an estate tax. Wow, that's very interesting information. In Missouri, it's 499 years, Joey. Really? Yes. Send that to me in an email, will you? In a document. I sure, I sure will. And I just wanted to add. Make commerce at uh, Gmail. Okay, okay. Make more commerce at Gmail. Mhm. Okay, I'm gonna definitely send that send that to you. It's a it's a great read too. And it breaks down every state individually. Oh, that's dope. That's in, very dope. Yeah, now, now, in now that's good information because most people don't know that. Um, now I see why they, why, why you would need to add a perpetuity clause to your trust. So you bring a very good point up. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and. Um, I was doing some research. They have a trust now called a dynasty trust. It is a form of express trust because the indenture is written or implied. And uh, one of the benefits of this dynasty trust is that, like I said, by them releasing the rules of perpetuity act you can literally um like i said shun uh, no let me use the right word avoid gift tax and estate tax 
perpetually, and you can hold up to $11.4 million in the trust account without incruing a gift tax or an estate tax. I like it. Send me some information on it so I can read, read on it further. But it, it, it definitely sounds like um, it sounds like an express trust. You know, it it also sounds like a, what they call a pure trust. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's what dope, man. It it's, it's, trust. I like that. Yeah, that dynasty, yeah they call dynasty it just implies it, it implies kingship. Yeah, longevity, a dynasty, empire. You, you know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Like the Ottoman Empire. Bro, like the goddamn Empire of Morocco. Morocco, there you go. What, what do you think the Ottoman you know, Empire was? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because, uh, like you said, under Suli Ahmed, you know what I'm saying? He he, hey, he was the greatest one they That's had. Right. Boy, Suli Ahmed was, was no joke. Powerful shit, man. Really powerful shit. I, oh, yeah. I appreciate you dropping that. Send that to me, bro. Please do. Please email that to me in my email. And I'll, um, I'll take a look at it, and, uh, you know, maybe we can do a show on that, so. Hey, no doubt, further. bro. Come no on, doubt. Come on, drop some more information. No doubt, man. And for it, I just want to say this personally, man. For 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 uh, me being with y'all all these years, man. You know, I, I I never left y'all. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, bro, I always considered y'all. Uh, uh, I know you're in the background. All of y'all, man. I know you know what I'm saying. It's all good. I appreciate you. It's all love, bro. I I don't hold you. Listen, I hold no animosity, man. It's all good. No doubt, man. You know, y'all still my brothers from a loving mother, and I love y'all no homo, man. Keep radiating, inundating, and permeating these motherfuckers with this positron shit, bro. For real. Pure positive positrons. I appreciate it, man. (laughs) You already know, Joey. I'm going to send that shit to you, bro. That's some dope shit, bro. What's that? Oh yeah, that yeah, info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it yeah. to me. I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. I'm on it. I got you, bro. Pure energy. Keep radiating, Joey. Thank to you, bro. Peace. Uh, all right, nine seven two seven two zero. You're online. Nine seven two seven two zero. You there? You live. Alright, so that's the show uh, Makemorecommerce.com Y'all can get with me um, If we got any business, make sure you shoot me an email Makemorecommerce at gmail.com Alright uh, Go to my page and you'll see the flyer For my man Jonah's webinar Coming up uh, That'll be next month um, Early in the month um, And then we'll be doing part 4 Later at the latter end of the month Okay. So with that being said I'll add me makemorecommerce.com and I'll get with y'all soon, man. Peace. Been around the block, they broke down me, said I ran a stop sign, but that's a lie. I spent my whole life staring at the stage, playing Sega, daddy smoking shirt, mama playing spades, catching papers. Grandma said I get some Jordan for my grades, that's my baby. When she died, my heart broke a hundred ways. I spent my whole life trying to make it.
trying to chase it. The cycle of a black man divided. Trying to break it. You take a lot shit. Don't cry about it. Just embrace it. Minor setbacks for major comebacks. That's my favorite. My nigga L said you do a song with Nip. K. Dot here better grip. I said he a man first. You hear the words out his lips. Without flourishing from the streets to black businesses. Level four yard living given to false imprisonment. Listen close, my nigga. It's bigger than deuces and foes, my nigga. Since elementary, we close, my nigga. You're straight like that. I give you the game. Go back to the turf and give it right back. For generations, we've been dealt bad hands with bad plans. Prove your dedication by hopping out Grand Am. I'm at the premiere, politicking with Top Nip and Snoop. Damn, clock watching the way we go. Dedication. Hold up. La, this ain't entertainment. It's four niggas on the slave ship. These soldiers are spirituals. I swam against them waves with. Ended up on shore today. Amazement. I hope the example I set's not contagious. Lock us behind gates, but can't tame us. Used to be stay safe, not stay dangerous. Cause ain't no point playing defense, nigga. That's why I dove off the deep end, nigga, without a life jacket. Couple mills for the world, all my life cracking. Cook the books, bring it back, so there's no taxes. Royalties, publishing, plus our own masters. I'd be damned if I slave with some white crackers. I was mapping this out, I hit the heights backwards. Topping out the 85 and Reebok classes. Read a couple marathons just to get established. To make it happen, you got to have dedication. Hard work, plus patience, to some more of my sacrifice, I'm done waiting, I'm done waiting, told you that I wasn't playing, now you hear what I've been saying, dedication. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network.